0: Welcome back to Judging Book Covers, your bi-weekly book club podcast, where we're going through our 2020 book challenge list. I'm Stephanie Cortez, and as always, I'm joined by my amazing and wonderful and delightful co-host, <laughs> Megan. Megan Griffin, how are you doing, Megan? <laughs>
1: I'm good. How are you doing?
0: Good. Good. Yeah, we're just we're all getting through quarantine, basically. <laughs> yeah,
1: It's starting to feel like the new norm. Mm-hmm. Which is good because it means I need less anxiety medication. But Yeah. That's also It's a
0: weird shift.
1: Yeah, I'm on day 56. And if I... Uh, I just You know what? I'm not going to talk about the protests. The protests are dumb. That's all I'm They are protesting. really dumb.
0: So it's opening is...
1: up the states. But that's fine. It's fine. Also.
0: Yep. So I'm just staying in. I mean, yes. I did go for a walk yesterday. Because it was very nice out. But it wasn't a crowded walk like certain parks and beaches and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: apparently there's yeah. like closing down streets and stuff so people can walk and get out and stuff i don't really know what's going on in manhattan all i know is my little neighborhood and my little neighborhood is all about social distancing and that is all i care so good
0: as we should be that's where we are right now
1: very much so yeah yeah (laughs) (sighs) i feel resigned But, but honestly like it's i'm okay like it
0: it is this weird resignation, but being okay with it. Yeah. And also hoping that like people will remember this and continue to do things like wash their goddamn hands yes. for, with soap, like just and I don't know. Yeah, Stay I'm home awesome. if you feel like, just remember these things and just take the continue to take certain precautions <laughs> after also, all this is like, over.
1: Super going to shout out. Um, It's buff. I can't remember what the full brand is, but like, their face mask that it's mm-hmm. like... Do you remember covering your books with, like... Oh, my God, yes. Stretching <laughs> materials? That's what it feels like. Oh, okay. This So this is my mask. And I fold it over, so mm-hmm. I, I double it up. But it is still light enough, because, like, I was wearing... I don't have any paper masks and stuff, so I've been wearing, like, um, either shirts or mm-hmm. um, handkerchiefs. And I went for a run in this, and it still fogs up my glasses, mm. but I don't feel that oppressive feeling of something being on my face. Like it's light enough that I'm like, I can feel myself breathing through it. Nice. Okay, good. Highly recommend. Nice. It's also obnoxious colored and I love it.
0: I know it's very bright and fun and cheerful. Which kind of need during this time. Yes.
1: (laughs) Yes. So we are getting through.
0: We are. We are. (laughs) Weather's getting nice. Like, it's going to be fine. (laughs) So before we get into what we read this week for the podcast, we both said we were going to read maybe some things, not for the podcast. I like how you put maybe that. Maybe some things, maybe some things. Um, I think you also said, you, I feel like you said your house will pay the N.K. Jemison no, new novel and then maybe the next Veronica Mars book.
1: So, okay. So I did not read your house will burn. I did buy it um, and return the copy that I had to the library um so that someone else could enjoy it and then promptly forgot that I said I was going to read it the (laughs) N.K. Jemison book is so good but it is really dense and not in like a I don't know how to explain it but there's something about it that makes me have to stop every so often Mm -hmm. so I'm reading it a little bit slower than I normally would the Veronica Mars book I started and then our wonderful guest last week your bestie (laughs) <laughs> um accused me of reading too quickly so i slowed down and then the next day i think it was he was like okay so i finished the book and i was like oh
0: <gasps> the audacity bestie what are you doing
1: <laughs> i mean like i've read it twice so like i know what happens in the book but also yeah. like my dude <laughs> stopped because to let you catch <sighs> bad habit of doing this to me yeah so right. i read some of a bunch of books didn't finish anything what about you
0: so i said i was going to read salt and fat Yeah, those two sections of the salt fat acid heat book um i'm almost done with the second section fat uh, definitely learned a lot about salt and i want to buy all the different types of salt yes. and try them and <laughs> i um what did i salt ahead of time like because i'm the worst at like taking meat out and marinating it or seasoning mm-hmm. it ahead of time. But this is like gospel. So I did, I did. Oh, I made, I don't know if you saw my pictures of the Lomo Saltado Then I made this Peruvian dish with steak, uh, rice, yes, potato.
1: Amazing. Oh
0: my God. Okay. So I have this book, uh, Gran uh, Cocina Latina. And I have this gold. She's where she basically went all over Latin America and gets all these recipes and the backgrounds of it too, which is really cool. Um, So I have a goal, since I'm half Peruvian, to do, like, the whole Peruvian index. Very cool. I've made one thing so far. Now two. (laughs) The Lomo Saltado is, like, this very, the classic. You'll see it at any Peruvian restaurant. They will always have it. Um, So I was like, all right, let's do this. But it included homemade uh, French fries, which I've never made. Okay. So basically, uh, my... Boyfriend and I did not eat until like 9 o'clock,
1: <laughs> 9, 9.30. You need a mandolin. <laughs> this is what you're telling me. This is what we need to get you for Christmas is a mandolin. Got it. No,
0: no. It was more the oil. I need a deep fryer. If that's what oh, I
1: want. Oh, that is awesome. Is it a a yes. deep fryer?
0: Yes. Uh, because like the oil, like the temperature. I have a candy thermometer so I could see. Yeah, cuz it said to make sure your oil is heated to like 350 and it dropped like 100 degrees putting the first set of uh, oh, potatoes sure. in like but they came out so good. But I did like salt the meat a little like beforehand uh-huh. and like let that sit and season overnight.
1: Ooh, um, overnight, interesting.
0: I know which I never do this. So No, I never did do more yeah, than I think a couple did. hours. So she recommends like overnight, if you can, except for fish, like fish should be the flaky fish 15 minutes before you're going to cook it tops. Stuff like swordfish can maybe do up to 30 minutes beforehand. Um, Also like using more kosher salt. I have kosher salt and I've only ever used it when a recipe is specifically called for it. Um, But she, all of her recipes are using, God, I can't remember the brand diamond crystal i think kosher salt i have that whatever that brand is that she recommends for kosher salt is what i have so i gotta throw this on there um but that and then so then i never really paid attention to what seasonings go on the lomo saltado but like cumin soy sauce Mm -hmm. pepper maybe whatever it was it tasted so good it took forever to make
1: all the spices not just salt right all the spices
0: Oh, no, I did the salt ahead of time because okay. in her book she talks about how the salt would really get in and, like, help bring out the natural flavors and stuff. Right. So doing that ahead of time. So I did that ahead of time and then followed the recipe day of, which was, like, basically do it right before you're going to throw it on the pan. Okay. So, but it came out really good. This um 20
1: bucks in Kindle. I cannot justify.
0: It's a big book, too. It is big. It's, it's like... Okay.
1: $21 in hardback. Okay. I will buy this okay. in hardback. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: I would also say buy it in hard Because, like, there's this one. When I was flipping through it, I was like, what's this page? And, like, the, you know, how a book looks. One yeah. page, like, it extends out and you open it. It's a chart. Okay. Uh, about, like, the different oils. This is in the fat section. The different oils that, like, different areas of the world are more oh. likely to use. So, and so, okay. basically, her thing is when you're cooking for, like, I don't know if you're making something like Japanese inspired, use whatever oils they usually use. So it tastes more like the yeah. thing that you're expecting, which was like, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm very yep. excited to try making Definitely mayonnaise.
1: Oh <laughs> uh, yes. I actually like that has been, uh, I've eaten a lot of sandwiches during quarantine. Mm-hmm. I, like apparently mm-hmm. my, my most comfort, basic comfort food. Cause I don't eat sandwiches a lot. Like I, I like subs, but like lunch and stuff, I just don't do it. But when I got really sick and then when quarantine started, like instant switch for like a craving for just like a good sandwich that I Mm. make from home and stuff. So but yeah, I was looking at the mayonnaise yesterday and I was like, I mean, I should try it, right? Like I should just try making mayonnaise. It's not that hard from what I understand.
0: No. She said it's one egg yolk. Yeah. And three quarters cup of olive oil. Yeah. I think.
1: And it's like you whisk then, it she, while dropping the egg in, right?
0: Yeah. Or, yeah, you whisk. Or you it the whisk egg, the egg. while you
1: do the oil? Yeah.
0: Yeah. She said you're whisking the egg and you add the oil like a drop at a time. Yeah. Until you've added about half and then you can start adding a little more at a time. And then she's got instructions on how to fix it if you break it, like if it starts to separate. Yeah. And she also recommends break it on purpose so that you know how to fix it.
1: Oh, that's smart. Okay, I Which will be is, buying yeah. this book because I love it's to cook. So it's It's got really... such great
0: art in it, too. Yeah,
1: I'm really excited to have like a kitchen that I can spread out in, and like I'm because I was mm-hmm. looking at my pantry, which is essentially just like a, a bunch of shelves. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, like I have a stand mixer and I have a mandolin and I have all these things that are just like there because mm-hmm. I don't have space to pull them out and well, to cook and yeah. do things with them. So, I, this will be my the second half of 2020. We're gonna be cooking a lot. So, yes, I'm very yes. excited and. People are welcome to come Support to my house this. and eat. Maybe. We'll I will eat. take you up on that
0: offer yes. once I can. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, yes, you and I will have to get together and cook. Oh, it'll be so much yeah. fun. I, so I had a goal over my vacation to make a pavlova because I yeah. have a stand mixer. And when I got it, I posted on Facebook and asked for some ideas of what to make. And someone commented and said, oh, make one of these. They're really easy. And I was like, okay, made a mental note. Everyone went back and, back and made it. Have been so yeah, we're going to make it. We had four eggs. That's what this one called for. They were at room temperature. Broke one of the yolks. We didn't have any more eggs to try because you need only egg whites that you need for oh, this. Oh, no. So that ended. But now I'm going to try making mayonnaise out of one of those leftover egg yolks once yeah. we actually make it.
1: Oh, and then once you learn how to make mayonnaise, then you can make aiolis. And, oh, so Oh, beautiful.
0: I have already jumped ahead because one of my favorite places over here does a like garlic aioli for their yes. french fries oh i want it so bad
1: i'm so also so fascinated yesterday i learned there's smoked uh, smoked kind of salt smoked sea salt maybe or something i don't know and oh. i just heard it and was like i need to know about Interesting. this <laughs> <laughs> but yes i one of the things that was like a two years ago two or three years ago is was like it can't be hard to make honey mustard right and now like my favorite thing to I like I do not buy store bought honey mustard anymore because it's I like mine a little bit more acidic is what I've learned Mm -hmm. and it's so quick and easy to make and yeah once I can make my own mayonnaise like whatever this will be my house will be the one to go to
0: yes I'm so (laughs) excited to do more especially now that I'm like redecorating my apartment and really making it what I want it to look like i do need so to do something about the kitchen because I need more counter space. Yeah. <laughs> That's one drawback of my kitchen. It's nice size, no counter space.
1: But yeah, no, so like I I know a lot of people were reading this book, and I know there's like mm-hmm. a Netflix series and stuff. And, and there's something about Have you not watch
0: the Netflix series. No,
1: there's something about like she cooking fads that I'm just like I wait to make sure that they're going to stay. <laughs> if that makes sense, like yeah, and and so you giving me this recommendation is like enough mm-hmm. that I'm like, okay, I will jump in on this now.
0: She is a delight. Like okay. I want to be best friends with her. And then also <laughs> Nadia from great British bake off who also yes. has her Nadia's time to cook on Netflix, but salt, fat acid. And he, I watched it once last year and then rewatched it again uh, a couple weeks ago. And it's just, she's just a delight. I love the joy so that she gets out of, because, like, she'll go and visit, like, and be like, how do you make the cheese? And, like, yeah. they'll show her. And then she wants to try to do it. Like, pull the cheese or get the sea salt or, like, do the stuff. And you can see how, like, enthusiastic she is. Yeah. Plus, I'm also emboldened by the fact that in the intro of her book, she says she didn't learn how to cook till she was an adult. No, I think that's um, wonderful. I think it might get mentioned. I don't know. Actually, don't know if it gets mentioned. It might get mentioned, maybe, in the show. But Shea Panisse is this really great restaurant in california so when she was in college her and her boyfriend at the time were like we're gonna treat ourselves to this and this is like hundreds of dollars we're broke college students we need to really save up and plan for this night where they give us like a five course meal or whatever it is um so she went and she like was so blown away by everything so (laughs) oh i don't have to find it she was eating something and i can't remember what it was but she asked for like milk to go with it. And so they brought it to her and then also brought whatever like dessert wine or whatever it is that's typically paired with the thing. Yeah. She didn't realize whatever it was, like, basically the chefs of the world think that like eating milk or drinking milk after breakfast is like, no, (laughs) unless you're a child. (laughs) No. Um, But then like, she was so blown away by her whole experience that she wrote a letter to the owner and like just wanted, she was begging to like, just be like a busser or something to somehow just be involved and be in this restaurant. And so went to the office manager, and it was the way the person who brought her that, and then also brought her the milk. And so they like hired her on the spot to be a busser. Next, then she's like in the kitchen, like, "Can I please cut something? Like, just that is show so me amazing. How. She's yes, so she like didn't learn all these things until she was an adult. So it's like nice that it's not like she grew up in the. I mean, she yeah. obviously grew up like her mom cooked and stuff sure, like that. But, but like, it wasn't like yeah. this where she'd been cooking her entire life like this. So. No,
1: that I love that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's so cute. I love, she's just a delight and I love her podcast.
1: (laughs) Okay, I will officially get on board with this, even though it's very dangerous for me to do this in my tiny kitchen.
0: But yes, I mean, you could just watch it just to check it out. Yeah. Just to see.
1: The problem is like Top Chef is probably hands down my favorite. It's definitely my favorite reality show. It's definitely top Mm -hmm. five favorite shows for me. And like, that is enough. And that's not even like an explaining how to cook or anything. Like that is enough to get me up to be like, all right, I want to cook. What can I make? Yeah,
0: this is this is probably going to do that because she like (laughs) goes to Italy and go the olive trees and how do they make olive oil? And then, okay so soy sauce in Japan. So there's like this really like amazing way to make soy sauce that like I think the guy said one, maybe three percent of all soy sauce is made this way because it depends on these barrels that they need to do it. And he said when he called in for a barrel, the company was like, wow, we haven't gotten an order since like World War II or something for one of these barrels. Yeah. So it's it's like the real way to make soy sauce. (laughs) Um, And so I looked at my like stop and shop brand soy sauce that I had. Obviously it's not made that way, but it said traditionally brewed on it. And I was like, bullshit, soy sauce, stop and shop, bullshit.
1: (laughs) 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 I love it. Uh...
0: Uh, But it's like, yeah, it makes me want to make all of these wonderful things. Plus then yeah. she does like show people like each episode ends with her making something. Yeah, There's only four episodes, one for each like category okay. plus a podcast episode where they like interview her and stuff like that. Oh, well, maybe it's on there that she talks about Chez Panisse. Because she worked, like she goes back to Chez Panisse in the, the Heat episode too. Okay. But, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, like, And I love the book.
1: I have a goal, like I, I make, I've like Not perfected because I don't think you can perfect any restaurant recipes but like I have settled on how I make my mashed potatoes and like Mm -hmm. that I think tastes in my opinion the best Mm -hmm. and like the like classy not classiest meal but like the meal that I really like want to kind of perfect because I think it would be like a great date night dish or like Mm -hmm. just something that I think I should have in my repertoire is like a good potatoes and steak
0: yeah and like a
1: green vegetable <laughs> uh and so i've got the mashed potatoes down um steak is a little bit harder because like i can't grill but i also don't particularly love grilled steak as much as i mean mm. i like grilled steak but i also mm-hmm. really like it seared and cooked on a stovetop too i just like that's yeah. wonderful so that's been like my thing was like not trying to eat too much steak because red meat is like terrible for you but like Right. Working on trying to figure out, like, what's the best cut for me and, like... Salt going. those bad
0: boys ahead of time. Yes. Sameen will tell you, too.
1: <laughs> yes. And that's where I learned, like, you should, like, freeze it and salt it. Um, and that's when I started salting things, like, maybe an hour or so in advance, but overnight. Now I'm very curious. And also... Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Uh, you You might have a heart attack, though, when you watch her in the salt episode a lot of salt happens. There's a lot of salt involved, okay. like palm, like when she, okay. So when she salts the water for these green beans in the episode, she's like dumping like handfuls of salt in. And it's like, yeah, exactly. Like, that grimy. face that you just made of like, Oh my God. Um, the book, she writes that you should salt the water. Like it should taste like the ocean. And then in parentheses, she puts, or like your memory of the ocean. You don't want to consume anything. That's like as salty as the actual sure. ocean. That's <laughs> and, fair. and to just remember that when you're making these vegetables, most of this is going to go down the drain, but she's got this really cute drawing of a green bean. So, (laughs) and she explains the science behind it. And like basically how the salt in your green beans is going to try to like make the outside environment as salty as it. And so you're going to get the, if you don't salt your water, you're going to get these limp, not great, green beans and it's a sad green bean but if you put it into a very salty environment it's going to get a very happy green bean because it doesn't have to work super hard like there's no light you know so I think Sabine's doing something on was it Instagram where she was doing the doing something about making lasagna today (laughs) live tonight oh at 4pm oh no 7pm Eastern Time Um, live tonight on at New York Times Cooking okay if
1: you can see that. Yeah. yeah That's going to be okay.
0: Oh, I haven't, I, that was another thing I was making as I make this lasagna in a bread pan. Uh-huh. So it's enough for two people. Even, and you still have leftovers. Cause I do like the leftovers. Um, and I've done that a couple times since quarantine started. And then I've also done it where I've made the bolognese sauce for that and had the nice. pasta with that. But like, it was a lot of big things. Nadia's show has inspired me to be like, oh, once quarantine ends, you can actually cook after work and eat at a reasonable hour.
1: <laughs> that see that um, it's she's like, that all for weird. the hacks. Yeah.
0: Listen, when she admitted she's never peeled and boiled her own potatoes for her potato salad, I was like,
1: oh no, what? <laughs> my, my mashed potatoes I like I, I have a peeler somewhere and I was like you know what it's like why though like I one day I was just like I don't know let's just try it with the skin and see and I was like do not taste any different
0: I see I know I don't like it with the skin but if you buy tinned potatoes oh, yes.
1: tinned they're tinned. good to go yes
0: so I'm basically like what if I bought in cans I've bought green beans obviously black beans red beans corn Mexicorn for my bean dip tomatoes for stuff but i've never like bought potatoes in a can so no, like i'm I've definitely I'm doing seen this them. doing this yeah i also need some mayonnaise because i'm out of mayonnaise you're gonna make how that would work with your homemade mayonnaise
1: i'm sure it's it I mean, playing
0: around to do. Yeah. <laughs>
1: like part of me i don't want to say that like i want quarantine but like i'm glad i live in a state that is taking all of this serious well i live in new york i mean like we have to
0: fucking take it serious. You have to. Too many uh, people to not.
1: Yeah. And I'm lucky that I work for a company that, um, one already recognizes like to take it serious and two, um, you know, immunocompromised. So like they're doubly like, hey, just, you know, work from home. Just get yeah. your work done. So like enough of me is like, I just kind of want it because I really want to get back into these craftings and things. And I'm trying to find like that balance so mm-hmm. that I can then apply it when I have a commute.
0: Right. Same.
1: Yeah. God, I miss cooking so much. I, I, I do like leftovers of things that, like, like Indian food or mm-hmm. um, I make some Korean dishes. Uh, I don't make them, like, I don't have all the right utensils and stuff. But, like, I've been, mm-hmm. because I live in an Asian neighborhood, I can get most of the ingredients right, at least. Yeah. Um, I like things that, okay. when because the spices and when they sit and marinate and then more and more and then you reheat it, it's still like, it's, yes. it's usually better.
0: That's so. my potato salad is usually better on yes. day two or three. Cause usually I, like I make the it the salad. night before Thanksgiving and then we eat it on Thanksgiving. Then we have it again on Friday and on Friday it's like usually even better. Okay. You're going to have to send um, me your potato salad recipe cause that, oh, I'm so curious. Okay. I do a different amount of mayonnaise every single time. Okay. I'm finally at the age and of where I've cooked enough to understand what my mom meant when she like, when I'd be like, how do you make your mac and cheese? And she'd be like, get hey, whatever cheese is on sale. Add it until it's cheesy. I'm like, what? What's creamy? Yeah. Like, how creamy? I need exact amounts. And it's basically like until man mayonnaise-y enough.
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, so. yeah, that's why I prefer. I, I do like baking. Um, mm-hmm. And I can bake. Mm-hmm. But baking requires such a science and focus yes. that I, I know I don't have. And Although like, she
0: made these, she made eclair- Pops filled so okay in the the last episode of nadia's thing she made eclairs filled them with a homemade raspberry ripple ice cream Ooh. froze them dipped them in stuff and i was just like so she made, had to make a shoe pastry yeah. which i've only seen on great british Bakelub. exactly <laughs> it looked she made it look so easy where i was like i can try this but you might like her stuff because there was a couple recipe, a few recipes where she's also all about like if you're cutting something up or using something, then kind of taking those ingredients and repurposing it into another meal. Yes. Like she had this guy make this goat cheese tart and then use some of the sweet potatoes and broccoli. I think it was for a soup.
1: Okay. Yeah. And
0: did it like all at the same time.
1: See that. It's all like. about
0: saving you time. So maybe watch her show first.
1: Yes, I will. I am. I'm am yeah. so down for getting back into cooking shows. I'm so sorry. Kitchen. Also it's summer. Oh man. So no, um, um one of the groups that we're in, I I host a crafting and brunch um, Mm -hmm. hour essentially every Sunday at 11 Eastern time um, on discord where basically I just log in on a voice chat and I have some crafting project. And like, if people want to come in and out, I'm there to chat, but really it's just kind of like a quick escape kind of thing. You know, also a reminder that it's Sunday because like keeping track Mm -hmm. of days is nearly impossible. Yep. Um, And this morning, the uh, A friend came in, uh, Cynthia, and was talking about French onion soup grilled cheese.
0: I need this in my life. I today. know. <laughs> I
1: like, need this recipe <laughs> for the fall because I don't think I could do this in the summer right now. But I'm going to need this so I can make this at some points.
0: Yes, that sounds amazing. Yes. Oof, that sounds so good. We're I've have actually made that. like French onion soup so good
1: mm. okay that's what we should do i feel like there's at least one part i there's one thing at the very least on our list our reading our book challenge that like mm-hmm. was geared towards something that is not going to happen for us oh yeah um i feel like we should replace that with like
0: a cookbook, of some a cookbook. <laughs>
1: yeah some kind of because i've got so many cookbooks in there and like mm-hmm. um I don't know. We'll have to work on that. And maybe that yes. could be like our backdoor pilot and do a second podcast.
0: Yes, because if we do this, then we make something from it because yes. we have to. Yes. <laughs> we have to like test it out. Exactly. If Samin's book wasn't so big, I'd be like that one. Although if we pushed it to the end of the year.
1: That's what I was thinking could... was like in November or December because mm-hmm. actually the episode was geared more towards December. It was in December, yeah. Um, We could yeah, definitely do that and have yes. people taste test and you know get thoughts and stuff like that I am let's do this <laughs> yes <laughs> we're gonna have a cookie that's good.
0: yes and I totally recommend that you get the physical copy of her book for the art and also the pullout pages because there was at least another one I think I saw in there
1: no yeah I'm 100% I actually prefer my cookbooks in hardback but I'm trying so hard not to buy physical copies because, I know yeah, uh, yeah. and uh, same there's also like Alex is telling me um one of the bakeries in New York that I love just released another cookbook I'm like oh Hmm. I need that too
0: so I have wanted to like make like every every time I watch Great British Bake Off I'm like I want to bake bread I want to make like usually it's bread (laughs) some type of bread I'm like I want to make that or like make a cake or a fancy cake it's usually bread but I don't like I don't have any like cookbooks about that, but I do. I'm like, I want those in physical copy. I I don't think I could do a Kindle cookbook.
1: I just quick shout out before we like actually get to our book, but like, thank you to any creator. I don't think anybody's actually going to listen to this, but goddamn, like if there has ever been an argument for the arts, Mm. like Mm -hmm. quarantine has been
0: it. Absolutely. Absolutely. yeah. Yeah. So,
1: I don't know how. Yeah.
0: Speaking of art, <laughs> the book that we read invo- starts off with an art heist. <laughs> yes. Also, this book was giving me some serious like white collar vibes with some of the stuff they were stealing. Yeah. And later at the end when they mentioned the FBI and Interpol, I was like, maybe I should watch White Collar from the beginning, even though I literally just watched the last I two win. seasons.
1: <laughs> I'm very close to being like, you know what? I should just watch Zombie again. It doesn't matter. Why not? Yeah, why not?
0: So, so this week, our challenge was a book that was given to us for free. And Megan, you got Death Prefers Blondes by Caleb Roerig. Yes. Yeah. Um, Where did you get the book from again? So how did you come across this?
1: uh, So I worked New York Comic Con in 2018, Mm -hmm. um, which was basically I needed to see, like I'd been to book cons, uh, but I'd never been to a Comic Con uh, because book con is like. A weird combination of fairly chill people and very, like, I don't know how to, like, say it and be (laughs) nice, but, like, you can usually find those people and avoid them. And, like, I met so many great people through BookCon, and it's usually a a much more um, female presence compared Mm -hmm. to what I imagined Comic-Cons had been. Because I've never been to DragonCon, even though I lived in Atlanta Um, so New York comic con, if you work for it, they, you get in for free. So when you're not working, you can, you know, go to the floor and stuff and publishers Mm -hmm. do actually go. So I got this, uh, during New York comic con and, um, uh, from it's fierce reads, which I'm, I was trying to figure out who actually the imprint Macmillan, Macmillan's the imprint Mm -hmm. or is the, the company fierce reads is the imprint. Um, and I knew it involved drag queens, which I think mm-hmm. is actually why I grabbed it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was more of a cozy mystery kind of vibe. Oh, okay. Um, I really have to get into the habit of actually reading and processing what the summary like on Goodreads is. <laughs> because I know okay. we looked at it when we, we were did. talking about it. And I still was like, why is this a heist?
0: Okay. <laughs> I could not, for the life of me, remember what was going to go wrong. Like, I couldn't remember what this was about. I was like, oh, right. They're going to steal. Okay, so they're stealing stuff. Yes. And then, for the life of me, I was like, what's supposed to be the problem in this yeah. book? Because we were, like, still trying to get to it. I was like, something's going to go wrong because this book. That's what happens. Yeah. And I, for the life of me, I was like, all right, I'm not going to go back and reread the back cover. I'm not going to do that. I'm yep. just going to keep going.
1: <laughs> no, I had the same Where I was like, because the first heist and the problems Mm -hmm. that happened for the first heist, it's like a good first fourth of the book. I was like, Okay, that's all right. What is is this a fight between friends kind of book? Or like Yeah. Like what you stole, you seem to hawk pretty quickly, so I don't think like they're gonna come after you. Like what's gonna happen here?
0: I assumed it was the car. So basically it's a team of four. We've got Margot Manning. Her her drag name is Miss Anthropy. Cute. (laughs) She's basically the leader. Her best friend, Alex Moreau. Lysol von tramp? Is that how you'd say it?
1: I think so, Lysel. Yeah.
0: Think so. Uh, um
1: It's Axel, right?
0: Axel, yeah. yeah. Axel. And then Leaf Dalby, who's Electra Shocks. And then Devon Stokes, who's Dior Galore. And actually we're starting off with a fight because Axel's little brother, Joaquin, Anita Stiff one. Cute. <laughs> <laughs> Um, basically has joined the group and Axel doesn't want him there because it's his little his little brother doesn't want anything bad to happen to them. It's a big fight. But at one point, Devon, who's driving the getaway car, basically swaps out their van with an Escalade that's been parked in the parking structure. And then he pays a drunk guy to drive the beat up van and lead the police away so they can get away. And it works. I was like, whoever owns this Escalade maybe is coming after yeah. them. Like, this is going to be the problem. No. <laughs> no,
1: <laughs> Not that. no. It's just it takes it's a good long setup.
0: It is a really good long setup and it shows us a lot about them. Yeah. Because like so it's is that when we learn I think that's we learned early on that Axel and Joaquin are trained acrobats. Yes. Margot can fucking fight. Yeah, don't mess with Margot. They all can fight. Actually, we learned this. They all, they yeah, all like
1: can at one point, I think it was Leaf makes a comment of like an eighteen month training of learning to fight or something. Yeah, like they went through all these martial arts to learn. Right. So right. yeah, it's not like a group of kids just coming off the streets and like
0: right because they are kids. They are yes. teenagers. Margot is 17. Are they all 17? No, Leap is 16. Leap is
1: 16. I think Joaquin is 15.
0: 15, I think, yeah. Uh,
1: Axel is 17 or 18. And Devon yeah. is a I teenager because there was something about him getting kicked out at 15 and then that wasn't that long ago. But
0: right. I don't think we ever so he's maybe 17, stage. 18. Yeah. 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 Um. So, yeah, they're in there. So I, the one thing I did remember from the back of the book was that margot was super rich yes but she's not this rich girl just sneaking in and stealing like these are like very elaborate heists with all this great gear and tech which we will learn we do learn where she gets it from (laughs) but it's they're very elaborate because they steal some stuff from the la museum of fine arts um they're basically there on a job to steal one thing but they steal four things to kind of obviously throw off what they were really there for
1: yeah, this is definitely geared for anybody that really likes the ocean movies, I think. Well, yes. No. Yes and no. but Yes and no. Um, but in, if you, definitely
0: with the mystery of you not knowing the full plan. Yes. Because there are times where we don't know the full plan, and that's definitely the yes. ocean movies. <laughs>
1: um, I don't feel like this book is as campy as the ocean movies are, but mm-hmm. if you love a no. good heist, I feel like this one covers its bases enough that you're not questioning how this happens. Right. Um
0: right.
1: The boys. I love the boys.
0: Yes, I also love because Axel and Devon actually do drag. Mm-hmm. So, we learn that Axel and Joaquin's dad a million counts of fraud, wire yes. fraud, uh, money laundering. Uh, mail fraud tax fraud all this stuff basically so him and his brother basically became pariahs essentially mm-hmm. the whole family really because of the victims were in the, the you know there were families basically the families that were affected were families that they go to this really great school with um so which actually i was wondering right off the bat how did they keep their giant ass house the house was in their mom's name so that they have the house good. yeah axel basically sold whatever he could that the feds didn't take to pay the bills, keep the lights on, keep him and his brother in school. Um, So the one thing that he does for himself is drag. Also, him and Devon have this kind of on again, off again, friends with benefits thing where they're like, it's not friends with benefits. It's not what we are. And it's like, that's what you said the last time. yeah, And the time for that. And the time for that. (laughs)
1: And the time for that. I did really like all the cute couplings. Yes! Like these four guys are... Yeah, they're just into each other. Not all into each other, because it's definitely two brothers. But, like, all this cute flirting, it's great.
0: Right. Joaquin and Leap are so cute. Yes.
1: Yes. Because it goes, it shifts, like, Margot is definitely the main character, but especially during the heist, it shifts Mm -hmm. perspectives. And so you've got these two boys that are definitely crushing on each other as they, like, Mm -hmm. have to do their parts in the heist. And it's, like, it's just so cute. It's okay.
0: But, like, just checking each other out or yes. blowing a kiss um, while Leaf is in the guard room looking yes. at the cameras. Oh, love it. Oh, so good. So good. Um, so, yeah, they get away, which I thought was, I mean, I was like, is this the problem? Are we starting off with the problem? But no, they get out scot-free.
1: It's just the media totally res, like, this felt very much like a heist movie. It's yes. still really well written. Like, it's not written... Sometimes, like, when things are, like, modeled after movies, like, you're, like, you're not giving enough information. You're relying too much Mm -hmm. on what you would see on the screen. And I don't feel like this does that. But it does very much. Like, I can very much see this getting turned into a movie and doing well. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, when Marco gets home. So, there are a lot of little side characters that I loved that are more than just... So, the the house... Keeper, um, I'm assuming, possibly a cook as well. Like, a big, yeah. I feel like she does, like, everything around the house. Mm-hmm. Um, left her a note that she had found a whiskey glass, basically, in dad's room. And dad's not supposed to be drinking. But, like, I love that it, she's just not a one-dimensional, we have this housekeeper. Yeah. Or Dr. Khan, she's just this one-dimensional doctor. Like, there's so much more to some of these, these characters mm-hmm. that I wasn't expecting the book to go there. Um, so, you we learn she was a nurse in Moscow. And after a chemical explosion, she smuggled some of the, pay- that the government was trying to cover up. She smuggled some of the charts to her husband, who was an activist and a writer. He publishes them. He ends up dead a couple weeks later. She has to run yes. fleece in the U.S., takes whatever job she can. But she's also still working at a clinic yeah. and helping out there, which, it's like, she has the medical background. She can do this. exactly. Um, I also love that we learn how Margot broken condom, scary time, goes to Adina for help. She helps her. That's how she learned. Margo learns about the clinic and then decides she doesn't need the money. So any money she makes from all the heists, she donates to the clinic.
1: Yeah, like Margo just like, okay. Margo straight up owns up to the fact that like she is doing this because she was a bored socialite and Mm -hmm. something pissed her off. So she decided to get into this. And then to also find out that she doesn't keep any of the money and like all of it is funneled into Like I like that was kind of the point, because not that I wasn't on board with this. I was just like, this isn't mm-hmm. what I was expecting. What's going on? And right. then that line was enough to make me go like, all right, wherever this goes, I am game, because yes, that is awesome.
0: Yes, because her and Axel started doing this when they were bored, and then when everything happened with Axel's dad, mm-hmm. there was a legit need to, yes. and so they kept doing it, and yeah. for bigger and bigger stakes, obviously, as we see, Yeah, and... and so- um.
1: Axel and now Joaquin are doing it to support their family and to pay for the tuition for their private school.
0: Even though Joaquin does not want to go there anymore. Right.
1: Um, Devon's just like, he got kicked out of his house at 15.
0: Oh, okay. So, Devon's story. What we see from Devon's perspective, he's a young kid, he's 12 years old. He would dress up in, dresses up in his mom's stuff when no one's home, yes. and he's trying to master a smoky eye, and he gets so caught up because that's hard to do oh, if you have so, not tried to, yes. to do it. <laughs> it's real hard. And his dad comes in, and his dad's a mechanic. That's why he knows about cars, and I was just immediately very worried about how this was going to go, and his dad kind of chuckles at him a little bit. He's like, this is your mom's area. Mom comes in. And she's like, oh, your eyes are crooked. Helps him fix it. <laughs> buys him his own makeup the next day. I was just like... yes Yes.
1: everything about this is so good
0: yes and then a couple years later his dad is shot and killed his mom doesn't recover from the shock of it and goes to live with her super religious dick of a sister i'm gonna say who decides that she cannot with her effeminate nephew and so he's out on the streets at 15
1: it just like it sucks so much because he did have Mm -hmm. great parents yeah and very clearly accepting yeah. parents because his dad was like right i don't care but you're going to also learn to fight because oh yes someone is that. going to care
0: right and and you need to learn how to defend yourself and yeah. i was like yeah so you got makeup lessons and then fighting lessons so like just like this yeah. is how parents should be mm-hmm. support your kids how you yes. can and then leaf does not have supportive parents Though. He is at I forget the name of the school, but it's a very prestigious school. He's really great at ballet, yes. really great at dance. And the arrangement is he pays half the tuition, his parents pay the other half. Mm-hmm. And so luckily he meets Margot because running out of options he's not making enough money or he's working a bunch of jobs, I feel like it was. Yeah, and then at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Not able to focus during the day. Meets Margot, we're good to go. But then the dean comes up to him and is like oh yeah well we didn't get half your payment like we got yours but your parents and she's just like maybe it's just a mix up maybe it just hasn't come in the mail yet or whatever calls his mom and she's like I've been talking to pastor what's his name and Ugh. this yeah they don't know that he's gay but I think they know but they're, yeah. they're going under the guise of not knowing and that they don't want him corrupted by the men who would watch male dancers male, male ballet dancers yes and it's just
1: and every time he's like, N- not everybody's like that. And
0: uh, it's right. just so much. Right. He's only 16. He's not close to even being 18 to be able to be like, screw yeah. you parents. Because they could easily yank him out of this school.
1: And which is like, w- another thing I really liked about the end of this book was like, it, not just, I mean, this is not really a spoiler, but like, mm. not all the problems are solved by then. Because like, right. leave it one, like there was a comment where Leaf's like, I'm still not, you know yeah you know like yeah i can afford it i've got the money now but also like
0: my parents he, he can, pretends that he got a scholarship because yeah. he tells her in that first call that he's up for a scholarship which is, he's not no <laughs> it's there, this yeah. um but then his argument is god wouldn't have given me these gifts if he didn't want me to yeah. use them using her god against her basically her argument, and that also if i get the scholarship then that means that god wants me here right So, but and I think at the end he mentions that he basically fabricates a girlfriend to try to like.
1: Yes, because like he's because he's still under eighteen, his kid, his parents would still pull him out and like they
0: could. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. But he's got the best boyfriend, so it's okay. He does. They're so
0: cute. Uh, Oh gosh. So, parents. Oh, we also forgot Devon. Yeah, he was on the streets. Georgia Vermont
1: I believe is yes, her Georgia Vermont. name
0: this fabulous drag queen basically Devon would stalk the, not stalk but like plague it <laughs> said the performers at Tuck Mary Kill <laughs> <That's a great laughs> name. which is the best name ever um wanted to be that like wanted to be like them and she kind of takes him under her wing and he ends up living with her mm-hmm. um but she unfortunately is kind of strung out on booze and pills and addicted to yeah and then Margot's parents oh lord so they divorced a long time ago mom lives in rome with her husband she's away
1: yeah there's not really any contact or
0: yeah i her dad harlan though would get her like the best any whim that she if she wanted to learn like skydiving if she wanted to learn judo he got her the best instructors and then i was like really bolstered by the, the the line that starts with something about how he would make time in his schedule to come to every competition every ceremony he was there but then it immediately goes into how he basically shrugged off all of her medals and awards because excellence was the bare minimum that he would expect of his child <laughs> i was like yeah. oh okay great
1: <laughs> he's like one of these Guys, that, and and how he runs this company as well is like mm-hmm. how he thinks that you're going to get better results is to kind of demean any results, and like mm-hmm. so that you're constantly striving to finally to be... get this approval that you're never going to get. No. Right, and that's how he treats Margot, and right, maybe not a great way to parent, no, way to motivate, no, maybe that's not. It's gonna cause some riffs. It
0: <laughs> does. Oh. Uh, Um, and we get to see that first interaction between them two right after the first job um, where it's just it's very tense I mean she does come home late at night and she does totally recognize that he like he basically stopped paying attention to the medals and all of her achievements and all these things that she would do but he paid attention when she got drunk for the first time or when the tabloids reported on her partying over here or doing X Y and Z so she totally did kind of live up to the cliche of the spoiled rich girl Mm -hmm. going nuts Because he paid attention then.
1: Surface, yeah.
0: Yeah. Let's
1: see. And we learned he's really sick. Right. And he's gone to all the best doctors, and nobody can figure out what's wrong with him. Um, Right. He's just, he's not doing well. He's not getting better. And, yeah, like, I mean.
0: Yeah. Which, like,. I definitely so. When we meet Addison Brand, who is the executive VP of the company, which is their last name Manning, the company, when yes. um, he comes and hugs her, unwanted touch every single time she feels a flask, and I was like, he's totally poisoning him. Um, oh, you <laughs> but Then I was like, that
1: went there. I just went, what a yeah. fucking creep. He's just trying to. I don't know. I just was like.
0: Either that or I thought, like, if he wasn't outright poisoning him because the dad was told he can't have alcohol because, like, you need to try to keep your body as clean we need to try to do everything we can on all fronts. Um, So I was like, if he's trying to, like, kill him by giving him the alcohol. So I don't know that right away I thought it was poison, but I definitely thought he's trying to kill him by giving him the booze.
1: I just thought he – not necessarily – I didn't find him sinister, but I still found him terrible, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah.
0: I figured he was – gonna try to take over the company
1: exactly yeah and like be that
0: guy yeah Yeah. and he like was... he wanted him dead for that reason
1: yeah i just i figured he was more just trying to get enough favor so that he could take over the company like i didn't mm. he, like definitely not a good guy but definitely was i'd never i didn't hit the we're doing something sinister line at that point ah, gotcha um gotcha i
0: just figured that i don't i don't think i thought poison right away but definitely thought he's not supposed to have booze it could hurt yeah. him so i'm gonna give him booze so i can so he can die and i can take over
1: Oh, should not have been drinking the booth Yeah
0: So the company um, Basically they do a lot of Micro technology stuff Stuff that's in your phone, stuff that's in your computer mm-hmm. But not a lot of the employees know That they are also a government contractor And they supply a lot of super Crazy gear to the Top intelligence agencies for the country yep. Which is how Margo Has all of her <laughs> tech for <laughs> And I was like But how? How did you convince them to give this to you? And then we meet Dr. Nadia Khan, the chief scientist.
1: I love Dr. (laughs) Nadia.
0: Yes. Yes. Basically, Margot goes to the company, and of course, because she's she's Harlan's daughter, they just expect that she's here on an errand for him, like she says, and she goes, and they chat, and basically what happens is dark doc- so this is another side character that has like more of a backstory where dr khan has been helping this underground organization try to smuggle refugees out of the middle east yes and obviously this can be expensive so she catches margot trying to pocket something some device yeah and they end up coming to an arrangement um where she gets a cut you know as long as she can provide the tech yeah um as the chief scientist Harlan basically lets her kind of have free, not full free reign but if she wants to experiment on trying some new piece of technology, making this some new piece of technology that's actually for his daughter, she can kind of fudge it wherein he'll believe, yeah. oh yeah sure go for it.
1: As long as it is not something that is geared towards killing people. It's kind right. of like the line. Nothing violent. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. So, but I loved her too. She was a great character.
1: Yes, yes. The, like you, you were right the side characters are amazing in this yeah um and the fact that just like giving everybody a reason and the reason is not just to get rich
0: right or like, richer if yeah. they're already rich <laughs> yeah. and it's yeah. not
1: it's also not um the initial reason why they're doing this i mean it's boredom but also mm-hmm. like
0: Ocean's but then Eleven? it was small stakes when it yeah. was when it was boredom. It was small stakes, just houses doing like. Not that it's okay. No, not excusing no. the thievery, but small stakes. We're just going to break in and steal a couple things from people. Yeah, <laughs> like we're not going after museums.
1: The the Ocean's Eleven is you know an entire mm-hmm. like not revenge, but almost revenge for like the fact that this man stole his wife mm-hmm. and. For the most part... Can't they, steal a
0: person. They leave if they want to leave.
1: Yeah. Um. But they do get vindictive, and that's kind of what causes mm-hmm. the whole problem. And Right.
0: And then 12 is repercussions from that. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> yes. Is what? there a 13? Oh, God, I don't remember 13.
1: There is 11, 12, and 13, yes. And
0: 13, yeah.
1: I feel like 13 the one where she pretends to be pregnant, but maybe that was 12.
0: No, that was 12. 13, I think. Is Al Pacino in that? Al?
1: Yes. It's the yes. one where they take down Al
0: Pacino. Yes. And I don't remember why. I think he was being a dick to he, someone on the team.
1: Yeah. He closed. He did something that caused, like, the one of the old guys on the team, yeah. Monica's dad, to lose his casino. Yeah. 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 I recently watched all of these, all four of these. They were pretty good. I am. Have- yeah. Hmm. I mean, they hold up. I enjoy them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I definitely will rewatch the first two over the third one. Cause clearly I don't know the third one enough. Yeah. No, I mean like they're um,
1: the third one's not the, like the first one is still great. Yeah. And uh, I haven't watched the sixties one in a long time. I do need to find that one again. Um, Cause that was my biggest, like when everybody was like, Ocean's eight, you shouldn't be remaking these movies or blah, 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 blah. And it's like, you do realize that the movie that you're like, Spouting Against was also a remake. Like the original movie came out in the nineteen sixties. Anyway, yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, I also really enjoy Ocean's Eight. I think it's great.
0: Yeah, that was. Oh, yeah. I loved that. I definitely want to watch that again. I've only seen it once and loved it.
1: I mean, like, if for anything, Kate Blanchett's clothes in that movie are just so wonderful. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like similar to like when you start making your heist more personal mm-hmm. that's when stuff tends to fall apart and that's kind of not the moral of this book but also like one of the big issues of this book is they yeah decide to go after the family like a super rich russian family that is Margot's ex's family
0: right valentina
1: yes um, and this is the one complaint that I have with this book is that Margot is, everybody in this book is queer. Like the four, the five mm-hmm. main characters are all some form of queer and, and Margot is bi. And that's great. The one woman that they talk about her dating or one girl or whatever uh, is an evil bitch. And I'm just like, yeah. and the lead love interest is a dude. And I'm like,
0: yeah. I get it. I we get, get it. one mention of Sophia in Italy <laughs> yes. later down the line, but it's like a throwaway yeah. two seconds. And, like, Line. I get it, I
1: think Caleb Rowan is uh, a gay guy, and, like, I, I get it. You know, let's add another really attractive dude into it. Um,
0: Dallas. Yes, Dallas. Dallas Yang. <laughs>
1: but, yeah, there's just something about, I was like, really? That's, like, the one big ex that she's had that is female? But also, I guess the other one got her pregnant, so, like, it's not, like, necessarily, I don't know. I just, that left a little bit of a bitter aftertaste in my mouth.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so we do see, let's see, they go to that club mm-hmm. where it's someone, it's Valentina's birthday party. And basically someone starts shitting on Axel and he's being a dick. Cause basically it's ex best friend. And so Valentina or, um, Margo basically kind of starts it up with Valentina to take the heat off Axel basically, so to speak, so that people then won't, they won't be talking about that. They'll be talking about the physical fight that the two of them end up getting into. <laughs> um, But Valentina's wearing these emeralds, I think. And Margot tells the group that that she's also seen her wearing like a crown that a princess that used to belong to a Russian princess. Like all this. Basically, dad collects as much like royal jewels as he can. And so they want to steal them. Maybe
1: they were all stolen from Russia too. Who knows? Right.
0: Right. So that's the goal is to steal them. And it could be the biggest score, millions of dollars for each of them. Um, biggest row that they'll ever see, and so they do decide to do it. But you're totally right; where when it gets personal, it's when it
1: gets dangerous,
0: right? Because not thinking fully ahead. Because yeah. basically, they do pull the job off. They they do.
1: They do, uh, and but it is
0: oh, it is a heist because they, they live in a fortified yeah. castle with security, and then each member of the family—dad, mom, and Valentina—each have a personal like bodyguard. Yes. Like so, there's security all around the place. Um, oh, and also making it personal. So when when they access the vault, it, vault, it requires a fingerprint from Dad. So that luckily, part of the tech that they get is a finger fingerprint duplicator. Hey, I, you
1: know what? That's
0: awesome. Yeah, knockout gas, <laughs> like the whole works. They're able to do this. Yeah. They pull it off, but. Margot takes the time to get the emeralds that Valentina had at the club and basically the gas canisters that were showing the laser grid because, of course, there's a laser grid. <laughs> um, and her and Axel had to get through to get to the jewels. The gas is, is going away. And so by the time she's done, the gas is gone. You can't see the laser grid anymore. Axel's on the other side. So basically, she has to push the jewels to him and the vault closes
1: so she gets- with her still inside of it. Yeah.
0: So it's like, if she had left those... And gone out, the alarms would have gone off. It would have been a much smoother, you no know, witnesses type of thing. Like,
1: don't yeah. be vindictive. Yeah, just yep. don't. You gotta keep, you know, separation of church and state with your heist.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: And, uh, exactly. And this is how she gets on the Russian. He's not a mobster, but he's just a really rich Russian man that's like super paranoid and scary. And he, yeah, because
0: there've been like, attempts made on him, so yeah. that's why he has the security to begin with. Um, yeah,
1: I mean, he stole things from Russia. Like he's not a good dude, right? So right, right. So now and, they um, have these jewels that they now can't turn around and fence because now there's right. a target on her back,
0: right? Because her fence, so her fence basically passes a message to her because she, so we'll go back to it, but her dad dies. Yes. Her fence, Vojak, goes to the funeral and just doesn't say anything. It's like, if you need anything, here's my card. It just says now with an address. Yeah. So she goes. Um, and he basically tells her, you know, he got a buyer for the paintings from the, the museum job, but that these Russian guys came to visit him and asked him if he knew anything about this. And he was like, I haven't been approached by anyone for this, and I don't want to be, because basically he wouldn't be able to tell them no right. should they come back. So, so now she's what's she gonna do with all these jewels? Exactly. <laughs> um, like her dad's at so, her dad is at the hospital, and they do have before he dies. They have a moment, like a nice moment, where he tells her that he's sorry. He basically he's sorry that he raised her the way of like yeah. that you were saying, Megan, about like just ignoring all of her accomplishments but he makes a point to tell her that he's observed more than she thinks and that he knows like he has seen her leadership skills so it's like
1: i love that moment it's like he knew he knew exactly what she had been doing and knew that she was doing it for i want to say for the right reasons that feels like the wrong way of saying this but like
0: He's a smart guy. I'm sure he yeah. assumed Axel was with her because she can't do yeah. this by herself. Knows Axel needs the money. Yeah,
1: I mean, like... She doesn't
0: need the money. She but...
1: kind of, like, part of, on top of being Mad Margot, the, like, you know, crazy socialite, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. she sided with Axel when all this happened. Oh, right. Like, she didn't yeah. ditch him as her best friend. Um, yeah.
0: Even but, though it cost her a lot of her friends. Right. Valentina and, you know, yeah. people
1: Which is, don't care
0: for her anymore either. Yeah.
1: So, like she's got a lot of good things. And like, literally she comes home from this heist to find out that her dad is in the hospital. Right. Um, and that he's he not looking good. And, right. um, what's his name is there.
0: Addison. Addison. Or the, well, first actually, first before anyone comes, her dad does tell her he hasn't been doing treatments for yes. a while.
1: Well, this is, that, I, so backing up even like the night before he, Oh, talks, at the house. Where like Addison pours her a glass of whiskey and as they're like trying to explain to her like
0: shit's mm-hmm. bad. Like, now she's 17. Yeah. Let's just remember that. Yes. Now I know I don't come from like a super rich circle where people would give me whiskey, but she is still 17.
1: No, I get it. And I also get it from the standpoint of just like to calm your nerves. Yeah. But yeah, like, I don't know. I guess I was never in a situation where whiskey would have been necessary at 17 Mm
0: -mm. no so no but
1: but that becomes a big moment later yeah Um, but yeah it has this big moment with her dad um, who like she's really nice as soon as she could go to the hospital she did yeah. Has been Cause she's by. mad at him. Oh yeah.
0: She's upset that he hasn't been doing the treatments yeah. and he didn't tell her. And her his point was they weren't working. I was feeling basically like shit after I would try and then it wouldn't do anything yeah. to help. And I wanted to be able to enjoy whatever time I have left with you. Yeah. And then the apology and it was really sweet.
1: And it I mean, I get it. As like treatments for any kind of disease, it's like you gotta be ready for these side effects that in some ways are so much mm-hmm. worse. And oh, it's just, I i, yeah. I felt his pain. Like I got it. I understood where he's yeah. coming from. And
0: yeah, it sucks. I don't know. I don't know what I expected him to die that fast. No. Yeah. A little bit because so when she's at the hospital, Dallas, so Dallas is actually working for Harlan's lawyer, uncle Wynn, yes. Winchester. Um, he had been at the house to have him sign some paperwork. And then he comes to the hospital with Wynn uh, because Harlan wants to make some updates to his will, and then Addison comes because
1: he wants of course to he did. make sure that everything is working for the company. It's yeah. a lot of bullshit. Right. Yeah, I wonder right. if Addison leaves with Wynn, so it's not like he's left in the hospital room with her dad. Right. Um, That's what. I,
0: yes, because. Wynn sends Dallas. He can tell that Dallas likes Margo. He can yes. tell there's something here between these two. So he's like, Watch, don't y'all just go get some food. Addison can be the witness for yes. the documents. And so I thought when they got back to the hospital room, it was going to be chaos, Harlan's in cardiac arrest right. and just craziness. And then that didn't happen. So I was like, okay, so he's not going to die right away. Yeah. And then he did <laughs> later <laughs> the same day. <laughs> yeah.
1: I really like Dallas. He's introduced as like, um, he says something about seeing her naked and then he's like, nope, that was definitely the wrong thing to say. And mm-hmm. it's like, because her, his mother worked under when they they were in each other's lives ages ago. Yes. As kids. Um, yeah. And so I, lo- I do kind of love that trope of like little childhood, innocent crushes. And then you meet up again and it's like, oh no, this is definitely blossomed. like, that's a trope. I like, enjoy. Oh, hot damn. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: yeah.
1: Especially because D- Dallas is—he's an interesting, I almost not completely developed character, mm. but I like—I don't know—I don't know where he goes next. But also, I the way that this ends, I'm glad he's not kind of the focus. I don't know. Me
0: too. Um, a thousand percent. Me too.
1: Yeah, because I like Dallas. He is a intern and but like law is not what he wants to do it's just like that's what his mother did and it's kind of like what his life was going to be and he is an adrenaline junkie and like Mm -hmm. 32 year old me now I know if I had read this as a teenager I'd be like oh sweet hottest like total crush 32 year old me is going that's not who you want to date because he's going to continuously look be looking for the high
0: right I don't know if teenage or 20 year old me would want to date the guy who wants to keep jumping out of things and off of things and parachuting here and snow kiting. No. No.
1: (laughs) I mean, and this is someone, I am someone who wants to still go skydiving. Like it's something Mm -hmm. that is still on my bucket list. And, um, I have jumped off some things, but like nothing major. And I love rock climbing and things like that. But I, the way that Dallas talks about it I'm like this is someone who is going to end up getting himself killed yeah because of also constantly- how
0: often he does it too yeah
1: he's constantly trying to chase this high Yeah. and if you're done heisting he's going to lose a void I don't know there's just so much about I'm like I don't know if, Like if, if this is me reading into it as someone at 32 who's going oh honey don't yeah Or if this is like the intent of his character.
0: Because I'm curious, like, so wait, when did this book come out?
1: Last year, January. Last year.
0: I I am also with how it ends. I'm wondering if there will be a sequel. And if so, I, I do wonder how Dallas will do, because if they get to a point where they don't have to do this, or if everyone gets into a good financial secure place and they don't have to keep doing this, you're right, Because I'm sure with his role and everything, especially how it ends for him that night, like, he's going to want to keep doing more. Although maybe that scared him.
1: Maybe, but I don't – it didn't really leave this impression of that or, like like – I don't know. Part of me is like the easiest way to do it is go get your license and learn how, to, like, become an instructor that or someone who jumps out of planes with people. But you that jump out of planes
0: literally every day, then. <laughs>
1: yeah, and, but I get also that that adrenaline, like, it becomes a norm, and you keep you're gonna keep wanting to chase that high. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it.
0: Yeah. We will see if there's a sequel. I'm, we will I'm see.
1: Double checking, it doesn't say that it is a sequel. Mm-hmm. Or that it is the first of a series.
0: Mm-hmm. And, it is left open ended. Yeah, we I mean, could always revisit it if you wanted yeah, to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I
1: definitely like how this ends. Um, yeah. Which we could talk yeah. about when we get there. Um, yeah. But currently, Margot's dad has just passed away.
0: Yes, he's passed away. She's very much grieving. Um, mm, mm, I like how she vo-
1: grieves. <laughs> yeah because she's really not sure what to do but this house now feels empty right um and quiet in a way that's never been quiet before and she's like i don't Mm -hmm. know what to do like should i stay or should i go live with my mother or should i you know what do you do
0: i do like that she calls her friends the first night to come stay over yeah and all four of them absolutely they're there
1: I like, uh, like, she and Axel fight several times in this book, and, like... Oh, yeah. Um, they're, like, it's not... I was a little worried that this was going to be, like, a drag queens are super fun and fabulous kind of thing. And, and it, it is, but it does also, it feels very real mm-hmm. um, in a lot of ways. Uh, like, there's fighting, and there's bickering, and, like... It's a job, it's, it's, you know, part of their life, but it's not, they have more identity than that, I guess yes. is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um. And I do really, really love the whole, I mean, I, I always love when friends, like, friends fight, like, you're going to fight. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's why you have friends, is so that, like, you can fight, but you know that the moment when something goes bad, like, you can lean on them. There, are there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, they, all of them immediately come over. Um, at one point Dallas also comes to visit. I did like the way he actually, no. So before that, Dr. Khan comes, wants to chat with her. And she basically tells her that Addison has been firing a bunch of people trying to get many people off the board. And it's, and, oh,
1: oh right.
0: The will. Yeah. <laughs> the will. <laughs> so at the funeral, uncle Wynn is wasted. Uh-huh. And at the Will reading, Uncle Wynne is super drunk at the funeral, probably still drunk at the Will reading because it's later the same day. Yeah. 51% or Harlan's 51% goes to Addison and everyone in the room is shocked. So <laughs> Reginald Castor, who I think is the CEO, I don't know, he's on the board. He's important. Yeah. He's shocked and he's like, Win, that's not what I was led to believe was going to happen today. Dallas is also surprised yeah. and tries to ask Wynne and he won't answer. And that's it. So I was like, okay, Harlan changed it to he was going to give the company to her.
1: Yeah. Like, she's and the only one that isn't perturbed by this. She's just like, whatever. Right. Actually, she right. is. A little well, she bit, is also
0: grieving a little bit.
1: She is, from the standpoint, like, he made this big speech and there was a will signing afterwards. And it was like, you made this big speech and then didn't right. leave me the company. But, like. Or
0: any part of it. Yeah. Any part.
1: Yeah. This is, like, no longer her company.
0: Right. So. She is grieving though. So that's it. And then Dr. Khan tells her that Addison has been firing a bunch of people and she's like, well, it's his company. And she's Dr. Khan's thing is, well, yeah, but he's worked with these people for years. If they're not right. also his people, why is that? Right. Um, then Dallas comes over and I do like, he comes over with food. Yes. And she's like, listen, I haven't, this was also very real. I think she was like, I haven't showered in a couple days. Like I am a mess. And he's like, so, what and he's like? I, I'm not ready for guests. He's like, what guests? I'm just here with food, got desserts. Like he's like just he's like taunting her with the desserts. I can't remember what they were, but they sounded really good. <laughs> um. So finally, she lets him in, and they just kind of hang out. And he's like, you know, I want to be here with you, like for as a friend, like yeah. want to be here for you. That's all. So I did like that. I just I did like that there was no grief sex or anything. No, like that yeah, at that exactly. moment. yeah, <laughs>
1: exactly. I like truly appreciate that like he wasn't and he was very upfront was like hey i really like you but i am entirely here as a Mm -hmm. friend right
0: right and for food yes because he was also like i'm also hungry and i bought enough for two so you have to invite me in i
1: truly appreciated that
0: yeah um then bojack offers her a job Has makes her her on her burner to meet him again. Mm -hmm. Offers her a job that I was something and he. So it was about stealing cars, and he says you have a five-person team now. He knows more about her team than she realized because he's like, oh, they want you to steal five cars. You each could go take one, get out of here. She declines it. Then she gets a call from Uncle Win, who's wasted again, wants her to come to his office because he has to tell her something. He's like, no, you have to come now before I lose my nerve. And I was like, okay. I'm glad Something. this didn't drag on. I'm glad. But I'm also, I, okay, I'm still not sure how Addison got to him, like how okay. he got him to, or what how, what happened here.
1: Yeah, I'm still like, okay, I'm glad you said that because I was like, did I, because I tend to, I tend to kind of not speed <clears throat> read through these, but I tend to like read them, you know, I finished this mm-hmm. like, two hours before we started. Um, yeah, yeah. And and that is a problem on my end because there are times where I'm like, I don't remember if this got answered. And usually you're like, yeah, it did here. And I'm like, okay, cool. Um, mm-hmm. No, I still don't understand how it came to this will.
0: Right. So basically, okay.
1: This is where a lot of shit starts to happen.
0: A lot of shit happens. Winn's been stabbed. He has been stabbed. When she gets there, she tries to help. The attacker's still there. So, with, actually, wait. There is one line though. There is a, are a couple lines. I think it's later. So actually, we can keep going. So Winn's been stabbed. The attacker is still there. wind's dying, but he's able to warn her. She fights the attacker. Um, is able to knock him out. But then she hears footsteps. She's got to get the fuck out of here. She yes. runs. There's papers in the guy's waistband. She doesn't take them. Right. She leaves. Then they're shooting tranquilizer darts at her. She's like, what the hell? And then there's these two guys. Well, one guy near her car and she kicks him. but then she turns to run into his partner. She gets knocked out or no stun gunned. I think either way. Yeah. She's
1: somehow she's knocked out. Yeah.
0: She wakes up at Reginald Castor's house and he basically had people sitting on wind's office. He used to work in intelligence. So he has been sitting, had people sitting at wind's office And basically what happened is a guy all in black goes in first. A couple minutes later, she goes in. Mm -hmm. So the attack on Wynn happened right before she got there. Then some Russian guys came and got her. And then the two guys near her car, his people, and they were trying to get her, gave her a sedative so she wouldn't knock them out, (laughs) like fight them. He says something about the will. He tells her about the will, I think at this point, that basically – yeah. Go ahead. Harlan told him he wanted to give it the company to her, and he wanted Reginald to basically like basically be in charge of her shares until she was eighteen.
1: Yes, which was it,
0: literally she,
1: like four more months.
0: Right, and then she could choose someone else if she wanted to or whatever until twenty one to then fully take over. Twenty
1: one or, or something like 21 that. Twenty one or when she finished college, whichever came later.
0: Right, right. So he thinks the will was forged. Yes. By Addison. I think he's the one who says something about how Wynn had a hard life or a partying life where there could be things held against him. Yeah. Like, that's I, it.
1: There's some kind of blackmail, like, implication. Yeah.
0: But yeah. Not sure what, because Dallas said that his, oh, so when Wynn's drunk, I think, at the funeral and Dallas comes to visit, um, she mentions it to him and he's like, yeah, I know mom said that there's a switch basically there's like the wind that we know and then he could switch and then yeah. could go this way of like really indulging in drinking and partying. I mean not partying because at this point, cause he's grieving, but yeah, but that's like all we get. So there's something happened and Addison had some blackmail
1: on him. I guess, um, because like he, they left the hospital together, Addison and Wendell did. Cause there was, yes. was like, we needed to talk about something else.
0: So like yeah, Addison claims he had a question.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, See, I didn't think it was going to go that way. I thought Addison was going to... I thought that the change was going to happen, and I thought Addison was going to try to say that Harlan was not in his right state of mind and get the attorney to agree with him.
1: Yeah, something like that. And then
0: somehow take over.
1: Yeah. Um, and this is where we kind of get the, pl- the thicker plot of, like, what has been going on. So the Russians followed her from her... F- when she was the car discussion basically. Right. Um and she's aware that they only know her. Right. And that they're probably now set up in front of her house. So she now can't go right. home. She also can't right. go to Axels. Right. Um and then we find out that Addison so there is oh, politics and convoluted.
0: I know uh, which I did not think this book was going to no, have.
1: No, not at all. <clears throat> I was like what this was not what I was expecting. Period.
0: Right, cuz there's like Almost a throwaway thing where when Dallas is visiting her and she's like, "Yeah, I don't want to talk about how I'm feeling." He's like, "Oh, you hear about Malawi and like the civil unrest yes. and the child soldiers and stuff." And I was just like, "Okay." Yeah. She's like, I don't want to talk about that either. Yeah, I was like, "That <laughs> so, was weird." And I'm like,
1: "I maybe he knew I'm, more and like le- like legally was just like I can't or ethically can't tell you. I don't know.
0: I don't think he. I don't know. I don't know how he would have known about that because I don't think Addison would have told. When this is my whole plan. Yeah. It would have just been I want the company. I have X over you. So you have to do this.
1: Yeah. I don't, I yeah. really don't know, but um, right. yeah, basically. Um, Addison is an evil dude. Who's sponsoring this war basically mm-hmm. um, in order to keep their profits up, which is a very, very American
0: thing right. to do. Right. Because there are some resources there that are in enough abundance for the company to mine the, the resources um but oh also so there's the mention of child soldiers Uh and dr khan had asked margot she knew about project pluto because it's on it's something she found on this server she doesn't have access to which she should have had access to as the chief scientist but it's addison's like private server or whatever um basically it was this tactile uh assault weapon that's light enough but deadly enough still super deadly and accurate and light enough for children to carry.
1: Yeah, basically these kids are getting stolen from their houses and right. and then, drugged, right? And being told like, "You do this, you get the drugs that you need," kind of thing. And it is
0: right. We're also threatened. We're going to kill your family, yeah. or some of them are forced to kill their families. Yes, yeah, um, but lots of that, threats. Yeah. Oh, so and so. somehow, Petrenko, the Valentina's dad, is involved in this as well.
1: I think it's just like a backing of some sort yeah it's yeah. but uh, rich people you know whatever yeah it didn't bother me <laughs> that he was like because like I, at this point he very clearly had stolen from russia and stuff i was like I, you're doing right. skeezy things yeah i get it right um but oh. yeah
0: reginald also tells her um that He intercepted some encrypted email or something, I think, that mentions a genetic poison that's a very sophisticated poison that will only attack one particular person based on genetic markers. And that you could, like, dump it in a a bowl of punch at a party and it would still only kill that one person it was designed to kill. So
1: So I love this. I love (laughs) this. I love, love that kind of... I don't want to say hokey because it's probably possible but i love this kind of like evil science yeah. stuff and then but then part of me was like she definitely drank the whiskey she did how do you what genetic markers would not have attacked her like that's where right. i was like that like yeah
0: right so that's my question on how this works yeah. because she drank it and
1: she definitely her had dad. genetic markers yeah
0: right but We don't really get that answer. (laughs) Uh, There's a few (laughs) things that it's
1: like, "Eh," but you know what? It's like, if it was a heist movie, I still would have been like, I love this. It's great. Right. Right. Um. This is when she starts like, so she goes to visit Mm. Devon. Because of like, because
0: she can't go anywhere else. Yeah.
1: uh, Ends up fighting with the like local druggie um mm-hmm. that like gets georgia and devon into the fight and like georgia apparently could kick ass and yep. is amazing because she's sober yes oh yeah she's like three days sober
0: mm-hmm. which is like and has decided to go to treatment
1: and also apparently this might be the longest she's ever been sober it's like, 10 years so or something i think she says yeah, yeah. um but yeah. yes she kicks ass and they go all in t- hiding
0: Yep. She hides out in a motel, takes as much money as she can out in cash. Yep. She convinces Irina to come pick her up and she hides in like the laundry basket in the back of her car um, to smuggle her back into her own house. Yes. And actually there is there's one of Petrenko's guys is waiting and so she doesn't understand it but she can hear Irina and the guy yelling at each other in Russian. Um, he checks the trunk but luckily she's literally in the laundry yes. basket, literally under the the dirty clothes so they don't see her and then she tells Idina everything Yes. and when she tells her about portraying is like I, you just have to give him back what you took and hope he gets bored trying to find you for revenge like yeah. this guy is known to her from her time in Russia like you don't mess with this guy
1: yeah I, the, which part of me was like why didn't you talk to her before doing this because like that yeah. would have
0: been smart I mean I
1: understand why like for plot right.
0: but yeah right. But like yeah but also like we talked about like you mentioned can't make things personal and she did she, she didn't clout like she didn't think ahead mm-hmm. to that this guy was gonna pull out all the stuff to recoup his stuff yeah and what would you do if he found you or at least put out some word to the local fences as they did and now you can't yeah. so
1: and the fact anyways. that like this is one of the local fences probably turned her in
0: uh yeah i'm still not sure because like he might i'm sure he did it i'm still not positive. I'm still like, did he, leak? because the second time that they met, did he tell them, hey, and he must have told them. Either that or they were following him. Um, yeah, I think Thinking he, that he, might, I think he they might, he might leave them. I think he did tell them who he suspected yeah. of being capable of doing Well,
1: because uh, the whole thing was the fact that it was a bunch of women that robbed him. Right. And my guess is that he probably knows that that is kind of her calling card.
0: Yeah. Or at the very least, she's a woman who steals yeah, some really too. high end stuff yeah. somehow. Um, so, yeah, I think he told them and they were waiting. Yeah. And so I, I wonder if that job with the five cars or whatever, if that was even real. I don't, I don't think know. it was. Probably just a ruse. Yeah.
1: I think it was a ruse to get her there. And yeah. um, or it, it might have been a setup to, you know, get everybody. But, you know, it was suspicious enough. I mean, that got her tailed at least.
0: Yeah. Um so but she um does ask Dr. Khan if she'd be able to like trace the poison or determine the poison, gives her um one of the whiskey glasses that has the residue in it. And then she does confront Addison, which I thought
1: It was interesting. I wasn't
0: expecting yeah. her to do right away because she like didn't have proof. I also was like, Are you recording this? Yeah. Which And then she wasn't she wasn't. No Um, because he talks to her like he doesn't come right out and say things but basically like she spends some days trying to find a nurse who would have been in the room at the time of the will discussion but she's gone she moved. she the landlord said yeah her her husband lived here for years i thought they were happy but then they up and moved all right um can't find her anywhere she's not listed no social media
1: i wonder yeah and we still like at the end of the book we don't know what happened to this nurse so it is a question of was she paid off or was she killed? Like when was killed.
0: And yeah. I'm wondering if she was paid off at first, left and then was killed off.
1: That I think is, is highly possible. Yeah.
0: Because Addison says to her that she's never gonna find good luck finding this yeah. nurse you're never gonna find her.
1: And he so. seems to be the kind of guy as it goes on, that if he gets paranoid, you're gonna die in some fashion. Right.
0: right. And even And it sounded like the limb that the, she did talk to the landlord, so that's why I'm thinking they moved and then were killed. Yeah. Um. And oh and then he's like What do you know about dummy corps And corporations And uh, hiding money And he basically knows about her fake um, Like Cayman Islands Offshore yeah. Account That only employs her And then he names the three friends I don't think Joaquin was named no, yet, not yet. Cause it, that, When she set it up it would have just been the four of them And so Basically, she kind of gives up here and decides she's going to go to Rome. She's the only one they know about for sure. The Russians. so She's just going to leave. She has sex with Dallas first. Yes. Has some goodbye sex after his crazy jump off a bridge or whatever. Yes.
1: <laughs> jumps off a bridge, gets into her car and they go back to. No, they go to a friend of his place. Good sex.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And no regrets. And then she goes to live in Rome yeah. with her mom.
1: Yeah, it is. Because
0: she is 17. That's the other yeah, thing to remember. She, she is she only 17. <laughs> uh,
1: and, and it is set up like it's it's not like I mean, she literally goes, you know, I don't want to regret things like I want to have sex with you before I go kind of thing in a mm-hmm. much classier sounding way. But uh, I don't know. I like that it wasn't. I like how it was set up. I don't know. It, You know. Yeah. And, and Dallas lets her go. It's not like a. You know, he doesn't follow her. He just kind of accepts that, Mm -hmm. you know, he's into her, but she's got to go deal with shit.
0: Right. Right. She's grieving. He doesn't know the extent of it at this point, but from his side, she's grieving. She doesn't know what to do. She doesn't have any parents. Or I'm sorry. She doesn't have any parents. Hurt. She doesn't have, like, a parental figure left in the country. So she's going to go to her mom, who's in Rome. Well, I guess that he could kind of be a parental figure, but I don't think he knows that.
1: Yeah, But, I mean, like realistically like that's what she should have done is stayed with um Irina and all that but um well, that was her
0: her first thought when she told her friends originally that first night in the when they came the night of the funeral yeah um she said she wasn't going to go to rome that her mom wasn't going to want her to come to rome so her mom would basically probably just tell her stay stay with Irina. Yeah. you you're fine yeah she has so. basically no relationship with her
1: mom right but i also like you've got the money you've got the means <laughs> get the hell away for a little while right.
0: But then, okay, so when we do see her in Rome, it's been a month. Um, yeah, that's what I was just thinking up. I was like, three months, right? It was, no, it's literally so just a month. month. And her mom seems to have adjusted to her being there. Yeah. Granted, she doesn't know anything about her daughter and totally forgets that it's her birthday. Yeah,
1: Like, she kind of seems a little bitchy about how her daughter's spending her time, but,
0: yeah. But she doesn't, like, try to stop her or change it or right. anything. Yeah, so... I do like how Margot's at this cafe by herself, has her usual order, she's sitting down, and all of a sudden this guy sits at her table and it's Axel. I love this. <laughs> I
1: love, love this. that so much. Because he has a passport because that is his best friend.
0: He's right, of course. He has the other two the other three well, Joaquin has a passport, yes. but Devon and Lee don't, but someone has to stay with Axel and Joaquin's mom. Yeah. So and he, so catch, he comes and
1: catches her up <laughs> on the fact that like he and Devon are officially uh, friends with benefits, while uh, Keen and Leaf are dating, which he despises because um, yeah. he's a big brother. Um, yeah, and like his mom, is his mom in that. I oh that clinical I th- trial. I think yeah, I think his mom is doing better. At that point, or
0: starting to, yeah, maybe? like
1: they've started figuring out some kind of treatment, and like
0: mm-hmm. has
1: accepted that it's never going to be a hundred percent okay. But right. She's having more good days.
0: Right. Um. And then and uh, Georgia,
1: Georgia, yeah, is in rehab, which is great. Doing great. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think that which
0: Margot starts to feel some kind of way about all where she's just like, damn, everyone's doing so great without me, yeah. kind of thing. Which is not true, because his his sole goal to do this was to get convince her to come home. Yes. I do like that they spend the whole day doing like touristy stuff, and he's taking pictures. He doesn't bring it up yet, and I like, and then I like, we kind of get that part from his his point of view of where he's like trying to broach the topic, and I'm like, that's totally me when I have to talk to a friend about something super important. It might take me a while to work up to it yeah. <laughs> instead of just blurting it out. Yeah. So,
1: oh, I'm a blurter. I'm sorry. Yeah. But, I mean, he's not wrong. She kind of left him high and dry, and yeah, they don't know, but, like, the Russians don't know about the guys, but that is only a matter of time. And, right. and like, I get where she's coming from running away, is to kind of pull mm-hmm. the attention off of them, but she knows that Addison knows about them and knows the Russians and, like, can drop this ball at any time. Right. Why would... I mean, I, I get why you would run away, but also, why would you leave your friends so defenseless?
0: I know. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. And she doesn't agree to go home. No. And, you know, he's sad about it. And he leaves. He's literally... He's literally there for her birthday. Yay. He... going to stay at a hostel she offers for him to stay at her place and she's like no i he's like no i have to stay at the hostel because it's close to the train or wherever because i gotta get to the airport my flight leaves like super early in the morning tomorrow um it's
1: just so sweet it's such a wonderful literally one day of best friends Mm -hmm. like
0: yeah
1: you just the fighting that happens in this book i don't know i just like so much of best friends like pivots on big fights and like Mm -hmm. you-don't-understand-me moments and, like, drifting away and things. And this book is such a, like... They fight. She does this thing to make up for, like, the reason that they fought. And, like, they kind of bicker Mm -hmm. occasionally. But to literally go to spend 12 hours with her to make sure she had a good 18th birthday is Mm -hmm. such a... And he's not mad. I mean, he's upset. like, Like, he's bummed, but... He's, it's not a fight that she's not coming back. He's just like, okay, I tried. You have to live with that kind of thing.
0: Right. And we had a good day today
1: together. Yeah. And I'm sad, but that's it. Yeah. It's so good. Axel's such a good dude.
0: Yeah. Of course, then he leaves and some Russians show up.
1: Yeah. The timing of that, I really kept expecting like that Axel would have
0: like magically come and have her back. Right. I was waiting for him to be like, I heard the scuffle and I came running to help. And that doesn't happen at all. No. No. But she handles herself very well. It's a lot of running, trickery. She jumps off a building with a parachute. Yep. She does some things. She gets away. And then she calls Axel at like, I can't remember if she calls him at what time it is, but he answers the phone what the fuck? Because, like, he's exhausted. Yeah. He's still on California time. It's been literally a day. She's like, I'm coming home. These guys want to fight. I'm ready to give it to him. So good.
1: And she does. And she starts yep. setting up a plan um, Yep, on how this to... Is, this is the final act. Yep. And, which is kind of how the book is, is set up, as in different acts and then the curtain call. Um, yep. So... You know, a plan of like what evidence is actually still available that we can get a hold of.
0: Um, Fucking Reginald. She goes to see him. He dodges her calls for a while.
1: Did not like him at that point. Don't like him. No, I I was like, this is who
0: Harlan wanted in charge of her shit. But all right. Um, Basically, that's when we find out that he bugged Addison's office. He's got a recording of him talking about forging the will. Um, There's a sample of the poison in his office safe and says that he created did like an echo of his email so every yes. email sent and received or whatever there's a copy of and so he thinks there's a copy basically of the will the original will because Wynn would have had the it, basically he took everything from Wynn's office and uploaded it to his server but hasn't gone through like everything from Wynn's office so including everything from other clients and hasn't gone through it all yet
1: I guess that's the reason why is because he has. A <clears throat> I was about to say why would you keep anything like mm-hmm why keep souvenirs
0: i don't know right it's a weird thing so they're gonna need another person on the team and we know it's gonna be dallas when she meets up with dallas i loved this so much and it was very like white collar for me because there's an episode of white collar where one of neil's friends is like in hiding and so he texts him and he's like, meet me at the park. And so Neil's walking through the park and all of a sudden he hears his friend's voice say, where you followed? And he turns and looks and he's dressed as the statue of Liberty. He's one of those living statues. Yes. This is what Margot does. She texts Dallas to, and says, I'll be wearing gold. And she's a gold living statue. Yes. I love it. <laughs> it was so good. Um, so he says that he's in it. He'll help her. And then when she leaves, he calls Addison. Um, Basically, because Addison said he'd pay for information about Margo. So at this point, did you think Dallas was selling her out or that this was part of the plan?
1: Um, I thought it was part of the plan because at no point mm-hmm. prior, like part of me, was, well, one, I was like, there's not a ton of book left to have this exposition as to why. Um, right. And because... There, there hadn't been anything before, like, he doesn't have a sibling that, you know, has this tuition. I mean, right. his mother is a lawyer in Los Angeles right. and worked under Wynne, who, you know, she's making bank. He, he doesn't need right. the money or doesn't anything. There's not like a, you know, if I don't, there's not even like a line of like, if I didn't become a lawyer, like I'm cut out of the family thing. Like, n- there's nothing. Right. So... Right. I was like, "You're going to have to really dig deep for me to believe that Dallas is double crossing her." Right.
0: So because it is portrayed as him double crossing, but it's not. Right. <laughs> um, did you think he did? He does go. No, I was like, I know they want me to think this, but yeah. I don't think that that he, I, this has to be part of the plan because this is part of that it feeling very Ocean's Eleven, where there's parts of the plans that we don't know about, and this was it because yes. we don't know what the full plan is. Um. And for a second, I was like, it could be the angle of her knowing he would double cross her and using that as part of her plan. But I was like, but there's been no setup right. for that, for her to suspect anything like that. So I was like, nah, he's not as part of it. He's just being a really good actor. Yeah. Well, and, and he was, because he was, he went hard on how he wanted untraceable currency, goes to Addison's office, and he pulls some untraceable currency out of his safe, uh, his office safe. Um tells him Margot's going to attack or try to rob his house in two weeks because that's where she thinks he has some, like evidence that she needs. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in reality, they're going to attack later that week the, uh, at Manning at the office, because that's where she thinks the stuff actually is. Um, then we kind of start to get the wrap ups for everyone. Like Devon's with Georgia and Georgia comes out as non-binary, doesn't feel... Um,
1: hmm? No, you're right. Th- that's what oh. happened. I'm waiting for you to finish because I just oh. was going to ask what you felt about this scene.
0: Okay. Because at first, Georgia says that she's or she's oh, Now I feel like I'm using the wrong pronouns, but <laughs> she's referred to as a she through like the whole yes. book, and I think still um, prefers she I pronouns. Think,
1: There's not a moment where it's like, and now my pronouns are this.
0: Yeah. Um, says that she's not. A, she's not a man she's not a man just dressing up right as a woman and so devon's like that's awesome you're coming out as trans. that's great and she's like no no but i also am not a woman either and so devon's like okay so you're not minor. that's awesome um devon's and george's like yeah but i'm serious and he's like yeah i know we should get a cake and celebrate this is a big deal that you're you're figuring shit out like you're clear-headed you're figuring things out and then he does tell her that like she's his person like she's his family and that he loves her
1: it's a good scene
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's just again like a weird th- I don't I don't know it, I don't feel that it's implying that because she co- wasn't coming to terms with her being non-binary that like this is part of why she drinks so much but it was just a weird combination of just like I'm sober enough now that I am realizing that I am non-binary and it's like really like that's I don't know I have two really good friends that are non-binary and both of when both of them came out I guess is still the phrase uh, Mm -hmm. like it was presented as like this is a struggle more of like am I ready to take on this identity because of how Mm -hmm. much it's going to be a struggle because of where I live kind of thing Mm -hmm. it was not like a I don't know. I just like, there's something weird about the fact that she was so drugged that she didn't realize she was non-binary or are you trying to imply Mm -hmm. that like she was struggling with the fact that she's non-binary and that is why she became addicted. I don't know. It was a weird thing. And I couldn't parse like, what are you trying to accomplish with this other than just like checking off a box that says, okay, cool. We've got a non-binary character in here now.
0: Right. And we've wrapped up these two people yeah. kind of thing. Um, I, so for the addiction, there's a mention, she mentioned something about her hip, like back when she, like right. the first time we meet Georgia, she's wasted right. and she mentions the hip pain. So I kind of got the sense of like, oh man, she got hooked on drugs that way. And also mixing with alcohol. Yes. And then with this, it was kind of like, are you trying to say maybe she was then using it to avoid answering the question for herself?
1: And if of, that's like,
0: That's a long time.
1: It is. And it's also a much older person. (laughs) It's someone who. I don't know. I just feel like someone who. Essentially started this drag club, I think is. mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Yep. And lives this life. And, and maybe part of it is that I just don't know drag culture enough. Maybe that is something that is a little bit scary to come out as in, in drag culture. I don't, know. Mm. I don't know.
0: Like,
1: I don't know. I mean, just, uh, they're it's, just—it's a weird. It was a weird scene that left a weird taste in my mouth, and I can't quite figure
0: out why. So it could be like I could see where someone could use would use could would couldn't would use drugs and alcohol to avoid answering that question for themselves um i i can too but
1: i just feel like the environment that would lead to that is very different than the environment that georgia was in like georgia was someone who established this drag club like was you know very in this culture this culture basically is what saved her life and it's like there's not really like a mention of like small town life, you know, coming from that kind of, you know, like
0: because well, we don't. I'm trying to remember how much we got of of her background. Um, I think the name
1: it's Stanley.
0: She it's Stanley that she was given at birth. Let's see yeah. I If it's but no one's ever called her Stanley, even.
1: Um. I don't know. I think it it really just felt like checking a box to me, rather than, like, a good plot point. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's causing the, like... Between that and the, like, one female that we know for mm-hmm. sure that Margot had been with long-term was an evil bitch. Those are the two, like... Bad taste left in my mouth, and that's why I can't totally mm-hmm. give this five stars. Even though I really, really enjoyed this book, um, yeah, I just don't get what you were. I don't get what the author was trying to accomplish with this scene. If that's all,
0: yeah, I can see that. I could definitely see it as feeling like checking a box. Yeah,
1: and like, it's not to say. I mean, it that is something that people struggle with, and I can understand like trying to suppress it. But it doesn't line up with the environment well, and then and maybe that is I it entirely could be just that I don't understand drag culture. Maybe that is like being non-binary, and drag mm-hmm. culture is something that is not a normal slash has has a, a
0: something problematic like not super accepted. Yeah,
1: has a problematic history or something that I'm just not aware of. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. It, like, I, cool. It's great. Like, I, you know, had the same reaction that Devon does, which is like, cool. Trans woman, let's go get you a cake. And then it's like, cool. Let's still go get you a cake. Like, I, <laughs> Right.
0: Still go get you a cake. It's Georgia. Instead of like, it's because he said, let's get a cake. This is, it's a girl. And she's like, wait. And he's like, okay, we'll get one that says, it's Georgia. <laughs> yeah.
1: And like, yeah, I don't know. I
0: don't know. Yeah. Um... After that, we do get this sort of wrap-up of Leaf and Joaquin and, like, how they're going to go slow. And that's when we find out Leaf has invented the girlfriend because, reminder, he is 16 and his parents could just yank him out anytime. Um, And then Axel finally goes to prison to visit his dad for the first time and confront him. And I love that it's because Devon kept saying, like, well, like, very nonchalantly of, like, well have you ever told you have you seen your dad? Have you told him? Like is he, you're angry? Like, have you told him? No? No? Oh, all right, well maybe you should. Just very like Devon just being very matter of fact yeah. and like nonchalant of Oh, have you done this? No, you haven't tried that? Okay. He
1: knows how to push all the right buttons.
0: He does, yeah. <laughs> um and that his dad does apologize. And I think Axel does maybe not fully forgive him.
1: He could start the process of healing. And I think yeah. that's where he, that's he wasn't healing before. He was just angry.
0: Right. Right. Um, yeah. And then they attack the building. <laughs> <laughs> that they do. Which is very complicated. Um, and there's motion sensors in the server room, but Joaquin goes in anyway. The, the alarms go off, but they have to do this. Let's see. So oh, when Margo and Dallas get to the safe, there's a fingerprint scanner. That's new. Yes. Oh, because that was the other thing. When they're getting ready for it, Dallas goes to to the team and he's got the video. Basically, he recorded his um, time in the office with Addison. Mm-hmm. And basically, he angled the camera in his briefcase or wherever it was on the the desk enough so that when he moved away from it and Addison then tried to block the combination, the camera picked up the full yeah. uh, code. Um, I do like to, though, we kind of didn't really talk about it, but at the beginning of the book, when we're kind of introduced to the team and how they work, Margo is very much about um, taking out as many unknown var- variables as possible. Like Devon mentions how he could have like picked a lock and she's like, nope, this thing will do it for you. It's just quicker and faster. What if you don- can't do it It takes out way that variable. This will do it for you. Mm-hmm um she gives dallas something and we don't know what it is that no one else on the team has and it's because he's so new and she wants to eliminate the variables of not knowing how he'll fully be able to do under pressure like this i thought it was a gun and i was like oh god is this where we're going oh god
1: (laughs) i honestly was like i don't know where this is going because i thought he was like she was giving him a wig like you know we're doing this in drag uh, and that, but then like, as they kept talking, I was like, no, I don't think that's what, what they're talking about. But I, it was like, I don't know. I, yeah, I had no speculations.
0: Yeah. I worried that it was a gun and I was like, oh, someone yes. else is going to get shot.
1: Yeah. They don't seem like, cause
0: we've had all know. these goodbyes up to now, yes. essentially of like Devon and Georgia and then they have Le- and walking and just, yeah. Yeah. So. It's very much but like
1: that classic scene in movies before the big final showdown. I'm thinking that like season seven, Buffy, of, like, everybody's last hurrah before, you know, we don't know who's going to make it out kind of thing.
0: Mm-hmm. So. mm-hmm. Exactly. So, basically, she decides she's going to copy Addison's fingerprint, and she makes Dallas leave to the extraction point, which is on the roof. Um, she's able to duplicate the fingerprint off of using the tech from the office i love that too she uh, grabs like, the like the whiskey glass or whatever it is she texts dr Con and she's like let's just say someone was trying to do something i can't remember exactly how she phrased it but like let's just say someone was trying to do this asking for a friend and dr con's like tell your friend to do x y and z and this will help you unless they've changed the protocols which they didn't luckily she's able right. to do it um and she's able to get the uh proof but then addison comes He's got a gun. Yeah, he—it's like a bit of a confrontation, and instead of shooting her, after she get makes he makes her give him back the 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 sample mm-hmm. of the poison. Um, he's gonna have her jump down an empty elevator shaft. no it's yeah. just like the dramatics for this guy, like Jesus yeah. Christ.
1: Yes, <laughs> I mean, like even Margo's like, really? Like I broke in here. This? I beat up thirteen dudes and.
0: I fell down an elevator so, yeah, shaft. Like, They're not going to buy that. Yeah,
1: exactly. He's like, I don't care.
0: I don't care. Right. Dallas comes and distracts him. He shoots Dallas. And then basically she kicks Addison and she uses a judo throw to throw him down the elevator yes. shaft. It's a <sighs> good, good solid death.
1: Yeah. His screams yeah. lasted even after his body had hit the ground. I was like, mm, that's, that's ah, a visual. Echoes. Thank you. <sighs>
0: because they're up like 55 floors yes. or something crazy like they're up super high then we cut to her at a press conference and i loved this too that axel got her ready her hair her makeup and yes. he's like listen drag his armor and you were gonna need armor for this and i was like yes that's so good um but basically she you know says that she was shocked to learn What Addison had done, the truth about her father's death, the ties of his evil doings with Petrenko, who got arrested um, by the feds trying to leave the country. Because I was also like, my thinking was, okay, so if you go through this whole, I was thinking very much like White Collar. (laughs) Because there's this episode where the FBI agent that Neil works with gets framed for something and they're going to basically pull a con to, to like to fix something else and something and one of the people's like well to for it to be a true con you're still framed so for a true con you have to get everything like how are you gonna clear your name he's like don't worry about it they do it's fine so this is kind of the same thing where i was like how are you gonna get the russians off your back i was like are you gonna since, gonna try to hide behind like addison forced you guys to do this and he was the real one who had the jewels all along or just so i don't know yeah and instead they send the jewels to the fbi and interpol the Russian government claims it and they demand his um, extradition yes. because they want to punish him for stealing these because his fingerprints are the only ones on them. And then he starts playing nice with okay. the feds in the US to stay yeah. here. Yeah, because
1: Russians gonna just um, straight up kill him.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they still could. They could, oh, they're they definitely could get still him in could. prison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Petrenko's dead by now.
1: <laughs> More than likely, yes.
0: Yeah. Um, and she also, since she's 18, She's named Dr. Khan as the, um... Her, like, a holder. Custodian? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, of, like, her stock and yeah. stuff until she's older. Yeah. Um, Basically until she learns the ropes. Right. Right. And then they appoint Reginald Castor, I think, as acting CEO. is
1: acting... I don't know if they said acting. He's definitely CEO. Oh, okay. Um, I hope it's acting... Like, I... I could not get a clear. I don't vibe. trust that guy. Yeah, that's the thing. That is like I couldn't get a clear vibe on if we're supposed to like him or not. But I guess everybody that high up in business, you really shouldn't trust, anyways.
0: And he said he used to work intelligence. Yeah. So. Because the reason that she had, I, I can't remember what it was, that she tells her friends that she's sure everything is in the office. Because he volunteered some information to her that Addison would have had something at his house. And she was like, he's not just going to give me that piece of info or something like that. Right. It, so she was just like, no, he's got more. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to take the office and take everything I can. Right. Um, yeah. And that's when we find out Dallas is alive. Yes. Because she was, <laughs> she's like, aren't you glad I made you wear the training wheels? And it was a bulletproof vest. Yes. <laughs> some Kevlar. <laughs> I thought that was a cute way to phrase it too. The training wheels. like the training wheels. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And that, um, basically when they got out of there, they called Irina for help. Yes. She was glad to help. And that they basically framed it of like, Oh, steering wheel. Yeah. Um, in a one car accident, that's all it was just some bruised ribs or broken ribs or whatever it was. And then she says she's going on vacation and he asks where and she's like, Don't worry about it, I'll be back. And she leaves and I was like, Okay. Yeah. And the last scene is her and her friends, and I loved that. I think you talked to you mentioned that you loved how it ended.
1: I do. I love that she, is that what you're talking about. Like that Dallas is okay, but that it's not like her and Dallas running off into the sunset. Um she also mentions that she's gonna start like remaking over her appearances and like part of that is going to be helping this actually like in the open helping oh, this. Yeah. Uh, clinic that she's been like funding money To for ever yes. And um, yeah. because on top of I think of, the plan was
0: to finish school And then take the gap year and volunteer yes. there
1: Yes yeah. like basically she's Getting her shit together but yeah like the, This ends with um, She's taking The boys to Europe to mm-hmm. Finally fence the rest of these jewels that they have mm-hmm. um, And get money And do one more heist if they want And they're like I, I really appreciated Working being like stop with that we're in like what you don't have to like you know whatever don't dangle the carrot or whatever like who are we going after right and it's going after the scientist who created the poison and i really really appreciated that like yeah because at first i was like oh don't go like you're done heisting but then she said that i was like no that's valid totally get right you're not done heisting go do that because
0: she's again thinking ahead sort of yeah And it wasn't just Addison who did this, like someone made this, who the fuck did this that killed my dad. Yeah.
1: And I am curious, like if the scientists knew or whatever, or like, Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously probably got tons of money for it, but yeah. Yeah. I, I would be happy if there was like a novella
0: of that heist Mm -hmm. or whatever. Um, Yeah. One thing, when you mentioned Joaquin, I totally forgot that when they start the job, before they go in, Axel's like, "Wait, Joaquin, and I have to tell you, like, I'm proud of you." And Joaquin's like, "Oh my god, Axel, right now, like, we can't do this right now." Yes. I am, <laughs> he's like, like, "No, we have to."
1: <laughs> yes. He's like, "I'm gonna pull, like, I'm gonna pull you out of school. You can go to school wherever you want to go." And then he's, yeah, he's like, "I love you," and he's like, "Oh my god, you're such a
0: big brother." And I was like, right. he's like, "Stop embarrassing me." Yes. And then when he gets to wherever he is, he's like,
1: "I love you too." <laughs> it's
0: very cute. Yes.
1: Yeah. I, I, yeah. Outside of like the two weird moments mm-hmm. that i had i really really did enjoy this book
0: yeah because i was also like with valentina too i just was like we're so leaning into like the stereotype of the hard cold russian woman yeah. too was a thing mm.
1: yeah a lot of it like i don't know i just i didn't love that
0: yeah and that scene because yeah. i can see how that definitely and i think the part feel of like that checking is, a box
1: part of that is coming from a guy trying to write with a female main character, which is also why mm-hmm. I love that this shifts perspectives enough. Um, mm-hmm. And that most of the side characters are male. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause otherwise I think, I think I would have liked it less otherwise, but yeah. Uh, yeah. He's got another book coming out in a couple months that I think involves vampires. Um, and I really like the cover. It kind of reminds me mm. of um what we do in the shadows and the cover. It's like a purple Ooh. with green teeth. Okay. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know anything about it, but I, I definitely will check it out. And apparently he's written nice. an archie horror book, so um oh. which I always love. So cool. Yeah.
0: I hey, we did not talk about this cover either. This no, cover was pretty. Yeah, great. this cover
1: is great. Uh it is I'm assuming yours is the same. It's Purple. Not the
0: Kindle version, but yep. It's like, yep. It's, yeah, that pink background.
1: With the blonde with the outline. And the hats. The like, clearly uh, I am a thief beanie.
0: Yep. The done up makeup. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yeah,
1: yeah it wasn't what I expected, but I really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, especially because I couldn't remember what the back of the book said.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I. this is a thing with me. I don't know really worried like it's not even just books for the podcast it's books like in general where i'm like i thought this was about this why how Mm -hmm. did this make on my list i don't know all right fine actually had that yesterday um tim was like have i ever told you about this book i was like no you have not then i opened my goodreads it was like in 2016 (laughs) you added this as a recommended (laughs) book and i told him that he's like that was probably me i was like Probably. Probably there's a high chance that that was you. <laughs> yep. So I bought it yesterday, because so, it was only a dollar
0: on Kindle, and I was
1: like, "Oh, I can I can scrounge up a dollar." So,
0: um,
1: nice. Yes.
0: Do you have a book drink for this one?
1: I feel that this one deserves like a good, like done up martini, not like a mar- straight martini, but just like. Mm-hmm a good um what is the stanley tucci drink like have you seen this video is it yes a, ne- oh. a negroni negroni yes that is that is a spook drink
0: fancy drink yes. yeah i was definitely thinking fancy drink but i was thinking whiskey to reclaim the risky, The whiskey uh, since that's what yes. killed harlan basically um i made so it was an ad these ads, like, never work on me, but this one did. It was an Instagram one for, like, BuzzFeed Tasty or something. Okay. And it was a bourbon raspberry lemonade. And I was like, oh, I'm going to make this. <laughs> and I made it last. I made it during my vacation two weeks ago, and it was really good.
1: <laughs> okay. That sounds yeah. Really good. Yeah. I like that.
0: You basically mix the raspberries with some sugar, cook it down a little bit. Heat it, uh, like, because I was like, okay, I put this on the stove, but I don't know how long, because I just the video didn't like say, and I didn't think to look it up. Yeah. So I did it for a couple minutes, a few minutes, and then it was only you only needed to do that for a couple minutes, and then you strain the juice from that. Maybe you add water too. I don't remember, but you strain the juice from that. Um, throw that in with like the bourbon, juice from some le- like fresh lemons, sugar. Nope. Maybe no more sugar. I think just the sugar in there. But whatever. It came out really good. Yeah. And then just eating those blackberries that were mixed with the sugar from the oh, I can imagine. pot was yes. really good.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah. so that's the next thing is that I got to get back into cocktails. But I just don't drink much. Yeah. Um, and like I spent a few na- the first nights of quarantine getting you know wasted because I couldn't deal with it. And and made things worse. So. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah I actually haven't like yeah, I'm, like, super drunk that during, I mean, I'm definitely having more cocktails yeah. now. Um, it's a partner who makes some really great drinks. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, that's a
1: good balance. I definitely, like, yeah. Tim and I have been talking about margaritas for, like, four days, and now I'm just, like, I really want a good margarita.
0: Oh, my God. My favorite place from Connecticut, Lucky Taco. Yes. it's They're doing takeout, and then I saw a post last week that they were doing, like, margarita kits, and I was, like.
1: So, <sighs> Hinterland. Uh, If Mm -hmm. anybody who's listened, there's a podcast called The Flophouse um, that is much bigger than ours. And one of the hosts uh, is a bar owner slash tender and owns Hinterlands in Brooklyn. Um, And they also, he and his wife, own one that is, oh, it starts with an M. It'll hit me in a minute what it is. But they're doing, like, short, brief time periods of, like, like, and, and then it's like one or two drinks Where it's takeout drinks and stuff mm-hmm. So I don't live in walking distance I mean it's like mm. a mile and a half To two miles from me um, So it's not quite worth going there But like yeah. I like They were making a strawberry margarita today And I was like damn it It's, uh. fine. it's fine It's not worth getting an Uber for
0: No <sighs> No So Mm-mm.
1: So, yeah.
0: Yeah. So this was a good, this was a fun one. I liked Definitely. this heist. Yes. I did. Really fun. Um, I did also like, too, there were a couple parts where I was like, right, she is a teenager. Like, after yes. she confronts Addison and she's in her car, like, crying, like, right, because she's 17. Yeah. And she knows, one, she's, like, she feels really beat right now and she's also grieving the death of her father, but, like, at 17, this is a lot.
1: It is a lot. Let's, and
0: let's let these emotions out. And she did.
1: And, the, like, honestly, there have been times where it's like, if I had the money she had, I would have escaped, too. I would have ran away to Italy. Like, mm-hmm. no. Yeah. I can go
0: to Rome. Bye. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. So. <sighs> this one's a good one. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited to check out more from this guy, including if there's vampires. Because yeah. I've also been wanting to rewatch the movie what we do in the shadows and then
1: also the show. So <laughs> I saw the movie for the first time. Um, we, we did a, um, I do group watches on Wednesday in um, mm-hmm. my mind's at York discord um, this Wednesday. We're not because we have to record something, but usually, and, and most nights it's usually, or most Wednesdays it's usually me, Alex and like one or two other people. Um, but we did do what we do in the shadows a couple weeks ago. And mm-hmm. I like, just died it was so funny and I need to watch the show as well which I think it's all on Hulu oh so you
0: haven't seen the show no I
1: haven't seen the show Ugh. but I had seen so I have a literally what took me getting into this is the fact that there is a pen from the company mm-hmm. that I love that I and I have this pen and it says where where it says werewolves not swearwolves and then I was like <laughs> what is this from and then I found it was from that and I was like okay fine that's enough to convince yeah. me
0: um There is this one episode of the show that I thought was, like, a masterpiece.
1: I've heard it's amazing. I do need to sit down and watch it.
0: Because I didn't see all the episodes, but there is this one, and I won't, like, you have to just let me know when you watch. I don't even know what number episode it is, because I know I didn't watch all of them, but, like, when you get through, there's this really, really good one that, like, I was like, you have my heart for doing what you did here. Okay.
1: I will, (laughs) I think it's, like, it was definitely on my list, but kind of like you were, no. While I'm at work, I like to have something that I've seen on, so that yeah. I'm not, like, turning and watching. So. No. But just cutting down on, like, all my podcasts listening to, it's been a weird...
0: Oh, I have not listened to, like, any, except for Samin's home cooking, because yeah. I was like, I need my best friend in my ear right now. Exactly, yeah.
1: <laughs> like, podcasting has become, like, the thing I turn on when I'm showering, and that's... Mm-hmm. It. So...
0: Maybe I'll listen to... Him. Actually, let me see if another episode of home cooking is, because I have to go walk the dog after this. <laughs> If not, oh, wait. Thirst Aid Kit did a James McAvoy episode. That's what's on my playlist right okay,
1: now. Okay, that I definitely need to do. Mm-hmm, definitely mm-hmm, need to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Ugh. So they played a clip from, I guess he did that play, Cyrano de yes. Barge. Yes. I wanted to see they
1: that. They played a
0: clip of him talking. Okay. I can't even. This because is- it just, he sounds so like. <sighs> How do I meet you? How do I, how do I just have a night with you? Yes. Because dear God,
1: <laughs> love having that list.
0: Dear God. Such a oh.
1: man. Okay. We're well. doing trivia again Tuesday. I meant to tell you we did it okay. last week too, but I like, by the time I was like, oh shit, I didn't tell Stephanie. It was like eight o'clock and I was like, okay, well, okay. So we are doing it again Tuesday. Um, okay if you want to come i meant
0: did i not like the page because I, I, we had a good time we yeah. were like we didn't contribute like anything really but we were here for the camaraderie yeah no
1: and that's perfectly fine like last actually last week it was just me tim and um robert and oh, wow, okay. we were in first place after the first two rounds and then completely bombed the third round oh no yeah. okay which was fine like right, if you can
0: think to remind me again yeah no i will on tuesday yeah totally yeah
1: um Cause yeah, we're uh, Alex no, couldn't do it, but he'll problem. be in this week, and Joe is hit or miss. So, nice. but yeah, okay. we'd, we'd love cool. to have you both back.
0: Yes, so much fun. Yes. All so, right. all right. Oh, okay. So before we wrap this up, do you have what you're reading next? That's not for the podcast.
1: <laughs> uh, so I have got okay. So I'm fairly certain. <laughs> Uh, I need to double check. Um, I'm going on panelology um, when this episode comes out, it'll be the, then their next episode to talk about paper girls.
0: Yes. Um, I'm behind, but yes. So
1: yeah, I have not finished paper girls. So this is going to be me running through the entire paper girls series. Um, But that is for a podcast. So I also have two advanced copies of um, one for the first volume of once in future which is basically like this grandma is trying to save the world as like this group of people try to bring forth an Arthurian monster and like has enlisted her grandson to help her. And I like, that's all I really, I, I, I have every single issue and yet I still haven't actually read it yet. So I have that. And then I have something's killing the children, which is a horror comic. Um, So basically going to go through several of the comics that I have been meaning to catch up on because those hopefully will be a little bit lighter. What about you?
0: So I'm definitely going to keep going with my salt, fat, acid, heat book. I'm going to finish the fat section and read acid and heat Mm -hmm. Um, because I'm loving this very, very much and feel like I'm learning so much (laughs) about it, about like the why behind doing certain things, certain ways very cool so yeah and then maybe an actual like book book after that i gotta look because i know i have some new ones that my sister gave me for christmas that i aside from that uh graphic novel i read afar i haven't they're on my shelf and i'm just like "Mm, i'll I'll pick one of you for next (laughs) time
1: (laughs) speaking of your sister
0: yes (laughs) so speaking of my sister victoria next on our list we are doing a blue cover. That's the challenge. And my sister's gonna come on as the guest and she picked book one of the magician series.
1: Yay. Yeah. So I'm excited. Very curious. I've watched some of the show. I don't okay. think I finished the first season, but I know I watched some of it. Heard me She keeps telling me I need to watch it. Oh, it's definitely yeah. You're yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh,
1: I've heard mixed things about the book, so I am curious.
0: Oh yeah. interesting. Ooh, that'll be interesting for me to read the book first and then do the show because yes. I'm I'm very honest about how terrible I am at starting new things. It's not going to happen. No. within the next two weeks. No, it's, 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 <laughs> I'm back not going to watch the show. In the next neither two am I.
1: <laughs> I have never have I ever. I'm right. going to start Fringe. Yeah. Um, uh, like, Nadia, don't forget Nadia. Nadia, and probably go back and watch the uh, Salt, Heat, Fat, whatever. All yeah, yes, Salt, Fat, Ass. Yes, yeah, so I will get back into my cooking shows, yes. and then on top of that, I'm also watching. So never have I ever I started um, the half of you, the half hmm. of it. That's what it is Mm, on Netflix, which is Mm -hmm. uh, another whatever James McAvoy, that play that he was in. It's like a retelling of that um, Ah, with um, with a like queer twist. And it's like I watched the first third, like third of it and then had to stop to do something else and then had to go and spoil myself because I was like, I swear to God. If this doesn't have a happy ending, I'm not doing it. I'm oh. not doing it because I'm so invested and I need them to have a happy ending all around.
0: Yeah. Happy endings right now. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I can't deal with yeah. sadness
1: right now. Sorry. It's just not going to happen. So.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Although, have you seen the movie The Witch?
1: No, it's on my list.
0: Okay. Watch that. It's not like we watched that over vacation. Yeah
1: yeah
0: okay I, lo- I really like that movie I do I was
1: actually on A24's website yesterday for some reason um, there is I from the week that you played trivia with us the the red dress movie mm. is an A24 movie mm-hmm. and now I oh, have okay. I can that here nice. what it's called in fabric mm. um, cool yeah so
0: awesome alright so where can people find you
1: uh you can find me on my blog um, maggriffin.com um where you can find all podcasting things that I've done. Um, I've got a couple of guesting things coming up in the next few weeks. um, And then some other things that I can't quite talk about yet, but uh, podcasting has, yeah, definitely been active on that. What about you?
0: Nice. You can find me here at JBC Podcast, and you can find us on all the social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at JBC Podcast. Um, So... See you in two weeks with the magicians, and in the meantime, stay safe, stay well, wash your hands, and keep finding ways to support your local libraries. Brush yes. <laughs> or